city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 120. So when, so when last we left our heroes, uh, you had been into the hall, uh, you had been back into the hall of um, charms yeah. to resolve a problem that Garin's daughter totally wasn't having, with her and the Gilded Claws trying to stab her. No, no, she was having a problem with it, and she just didn't need Garin's help. She needed everyone else's help, but not Garin's help. had a polite heart-to-heart talk with Silver and rethought his life. Yeah. Then just decided spontaneously of his own good heart to bring down some of those death traps and yeah, yeah, yeah. around the place foolishly. And there are the Gilded Claws who had inadvertently left axes around the place decided to spontaneously take them down because they'd realised they could hurt someone. And Elagos organised a library. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was more or less exciting than it sounds. <laughs> and then he well, found Cain awesome. as he got re-unorganised. Yeah. Also, um, Helen with her um, sea invisibility. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can only do it once a day, but on that what one time. That? Where we leave what? you, you have but yes. two halls left yeah, to enter. And we're going to the transmutation hall next. Wow. Yes. So, <coughs> yes, we are, we are nearly all the way through, and we are heading for the Hall of Shaping. Yep. Alagos has just pointed out that he's used his last break enchantment spell, so we're just going to have to try really hard not to get to his more provided yep. things. <laughs> yep. Um. Either that or we're just going to do the whole of the um, Scarball with Gar and the Lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Protect Gar and the Lizard. No, no, we're just going to have to the next 24 hours with Gar and the Lizard. Well, what's going to happen is he's going to get hit by a polymorph spell, he's going to save against shape-shifting by his fortitude, and he's going to fail the world save. So it'll be Gar in body, but have the parade of a duck. <laughs> that's how that's we know the difference. Oh! <laughs> Moving hastily along. Wow. You'll notice he eats differently. <laughs> so, um, what you will observe from what you can sort of see as you are crossing the courtyard, going this way and that way, uh, is Torgamore and Tanith are both uh, out at this point, standing around in front of the um, Hall of Abjuration. Okay. Yeah. Possibly because wanting to see how the contestants are doing as they reach the, the um, end stage. Are they talking to each other? Vaguely. Can I make a perception <laughs> to hear what they're saying? Yes. <laughs> 21! I was reacted yep. by duck comedy. It doesn't, it doesn't look like there's much of a conversation going on down there. It looks like Tanith is sort of examining the wards or something yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. I call that this the level of conflict in the Elgos' psyche because on the one hand he wants to know what the, what's going on, but on the other hand he doesn't want to hear what Tanith's saying because it's Tanith. <laughs> so his brain protectively shorts it out. Yeah, yeah. So we we didn't actually have a dramatic conclusion. No, you no. Walked into the hall of transmutation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We had entered the hall of transmutation. Okay. 
Did you put uh, those traps on the door? I think I checked for traps on the door yes. and disarmed something. And uh, there were there were traps on the door of on the hall of summoning. Right, I mean, we've been into a lot of yeah. balls on losing track. Or should we approach the door of transmutation and how in? Uh, no, no, it is not in fact trapped. You have walked cool. into this one. Um, so we was, checked it and we There was the it. sign up that said basically, you know... Oh yeah, there, there was the scary sign. That yeah. was the cliffhanger. What? what did it say? Uh, I can't remember, but it, I remember it was scary. Uh, it's something as simple as, you know, take the key light. If you can! Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> And you didn't necessarily describe. So, what's in this? What's in the room besides the sign that says "Take the key light if you can"? Okay. We also, is... we also should mention that this is a, a Lucy in the Bubble episode. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yes, Lucy. As you step through the doors, that hall of illusion is making me feel very spinny. I'll just, just goes vaguely quiet. Yeah. Um, so, as you enter, <clears throat> people may give me. Checks of some kind. Yay! I can do uh, checks. 32 will be sufficient. Uh, I will take a knowledge arcana and a knowledge of the planes separately. Okay. Uh, I've got a 16 on my arcana and a sad 13 on my planes. I rolled a shitty, four, um, shitty 14 on my. Uh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, shitty 14 on my arcana and a. Ah, oh, a 30 on my knowledge of planes. <laughs> uh, don't mind me, I rolled a 14 on my planes, but... <laughs> you know all the planar things. Mm-hmm. And what it sounds... The, what's uh, the best arcanic we have? It sounds like I, my 16 is the best arcana. Can I roll for Lucy? Uh, no, she's not. Not we have in the... So, when you hit in... Um, I figured seeing it's combat... It's not combat, we could just have her in the bubble. Yeah. There... We hope is a couple of things there. Um, one of which is a fairly obvious sort of very light sky blue key light, which is right at the back of the long, long hall, floating up, you know, maybe nine feet in the air, so sort of out of people's arms reach, not so much that you couldn't just jump up or get to it in any useful way. Um, but it is right against the back wall, and then surrounding it, there is this big pile of statues running effectively a three-sided square. I can draw this if people want. Of all these statues staring at the key light. And the, the only way to really get there would be to either go over the top of them or sort of walk between them, which there's room, but it's kind of you're stepping between these various menacing monsters and warriors with swords looking at it and thinking about golems and that kind of thing. Uh, if any of them are animated statues, nobody here possesses the capacity to detect them on site with their knowledge arcana from a regular non-animated statue. Transmutation is, of course, the school for that as well. Um, what Alidorf does see, however, is that three of them look somewhat familiar to you. They look like large, cold, vaguely gargoyle things with devil horns. Like so. Yeah. You have seen a stunted version of them that Garin took out in his initial challenge. Uh, they are Gaipans. Garapans, sorry. Um, and at the moment, they just look like statues. Mm. And when they come to life, they will start to glow with fire. Their eyes will glow and their lips will light up and that sort of thing. Uh, so you can go, okay, so... 
Not sure if any of the other things, things are going to do anything, but those three are actually not statues. Those are living creatures from the outer plane. I believe they are the plane of fire. They could be hell. Doesn't um, matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that was matter to me. See, that's somebody's a thing that you borrowed from something that's taken. My reactions will be very different. Keep. If they're from hell, they get banished. If they're not from hell, then they're. Hold on. Yep. They are indeed servants of the Legion of Hell. Cool. There you go. So. I relate that extremely disapprovingly to the group. <laughs> Sorry, extremely precious. Yeah. And of course, they make no reaction to you discussing them because you are doing it psychically. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Well, that very self-advertising pays for itself again. So yeah. what What you know about them is, uh, to some extent, what you saw when Garen was beating on them. They just have a certain <laughs> amount of flat damage reduction because they're hard, made of stone creatures that yeah. can't be surmounted. Yeah. Um, they are lightly resistant to a whole bunch of acid and cold and fire and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, that being stone beans, they are vulnerable to sonic damage. Ooh. It actually does extra. Yay, silver. And they breathe fire. Yay. Excellent. Yay. All right. Um, and they are also capable of transmuting others mm. to be like them. Ooh. Turning them to stone. <clears throat> so, uh, as we're... Um, Looking at the room, it's yep. like. So, is there any way to get that without? Like, I mean, if they're just standing there waiting for us to come down the rows, if we did some kind of clever thing and took the key and tried to take the key light out from under them, they could come attack us anyway, right? It's not like they're stone waiting to be triggered. No, they're actually living creatures. There's no the, the trigger is they will do something smart and look at you, but they could also be animated golems. There. Yeah. So, um, the other one, um, can people just remind me, when did Garen fight the guy for the other? Garapan. In the trial. The the initiation. Way back when they like. After you did the. Uh, um, Torgamore's test? Yeah. There was a test of combat. Oh, right, and Garen Garen fought a monster, and what he fought was a Garapan. And Moran just crushed it. A, a, um, Slightly stunted version of the same. Right. Like, by and large, all of us looked at it and went, okay, they've deliberately kind of stunted one, so these will do more or less the same thing, just a bit more effectively. Yeah. So, the lines above them? Yeah. So, you guys are coming down here, yeah. and you've got this wall of statues all the way around, and the key light just sort of floating um, nine feet up. The statues are big, but no bigger than sort of seven, seven and a half feet. If I gifted thee my boots, might thou be capable of obtaining the prize we seek by more subtle means? Ah, uh, I can try, but those guys haven't got anything to do except watch the watch the pretty lights. It's got to be pretty damn dull. Um, I'm just thinking if you like flew quietly along. Tried to take it from the air above them and then come back quietly. On the other hand, I don't see as we've got anything to lose, right? I mean, if I can if I can get it in and out, even if the Garapans attack us, it might avoid triggering anything else. Yeah, yeah. The, the flying will not prevent them from seeing you in any meaningful way. That you'll have to rely on other methodologies for that. Yeah, visibility. Yeah, right. but um, your boots have a limit. Do your boots have a limited use per day? Um, let me check. I should though. Ten minutes, I believe. 
Well, no. yeah, I can use them as often as I want, but it's a very short duration. Right. I yeah. Well, I think if, if I'm going to do something... Yeah, like, my, I, I, my belief is that it's 10 minutes yeah. per day, broken up however you want. Yeah. Well, so it's useless in terms of we need to fly two miles that way. I haven't used it for any, no. anything near 10 minutes. Uh, so I'm well, going to pass you my boots and fly. No, that's okay. Just, I'll, um, I'll just take care of it myself, and then I know I can rely on it, and jet casts fly. Yay! Yay. Not used a lot, but I do now have that capacity. So, and then um, I am going to um, stealthily fire, endeavour to sneak up on the key light and burgle it without anybody seeing me. Yeah. Would you like to be invisible while you do that? Yes, yes, I would. Just a disappearance. Ah, that's an interesting idea. I was just just going to drink a probably a gift she gave me. Oh, let's have a look. See. What's the distinction between the dust and just a regular portion of invisibility? I don't remember. That was a good question. Can I have the DMG, please? Oh, you want? Thank you. No, we hide the DMG from the DM. <laughs> That's because he's memorized it. I have so many bits of paper here already. It's you and me. Look at what this does. Okay. Here it is. It's invisible as greater invisibility. Mm. This is a very powerful ability. I don't... You want me to save it? I'd rather you save it. It's also a prison for you because you can't make yourself invisible. I didn't prepare the spell today, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I, Lucy could make me invisible, but... Well, the offer's still there. Yeah. Baron's quite happy to throw some dust on you, make you uh, invisible. Let me just have a check and see if I've got anything. Uh, so... Um, unless you possess hide in plain sight, you're going to need to create some sort of distraction or move away from these things because, well, their backs are there. Some of their backs are theoretically towards you. They're explicitly living creatures that are sitting here on guard. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, um, I she's an illusionist, and you're a sonic person that they take more damage to. I was just going to say, I can cast a rainbow pattern around them that'll distract the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. That will certainly <laughs> probably massively overkill for what you want. Well, I could do glitter dust as well. And glitter dust is explicitly a hostile spell. We want some, This is actually one of those times that something like fascinate might be good if you could pull off the will save. If, if they if they fail the will save, you want something distracting that is non-hostile, like an illusion. Uh, I certainly also have a um, have one or two big illusions I could drop. Well, I think you guys both have. Appropriate. Yeah, so rainbow pattern would work for that because you basically blast an area with rainbows and then Silver needs to move it off and yeah. things follow it because yeah. otherwise it will still be there and Jack will yeah, fly yeah. it and go. Yeah, so no. I, I think Silver's, um, it's my, my, I didn't prepare a lot of illusions today because mm. I'm planning to do other things. I've got my big, big illusion spell. But if Silver's up for using rainbow yeah, patterns, I'd sure. rather save my big, big illusion. I spell. haven't had any really big, big, cool things that I've been able to do with this, so it'd be nice to. This is a nice good um, because the I'm um, gonna lean against the back wall and light my pipe. Yeah, because <laughs> that um, <laughs> that bit where Tristan rescued the girls by yeah. using fascinate was um, a classic example. If what you want to do is distract a bunch of guys and not kill them, a bard yeah. is actually really great for that. This lasts as long as Silver chooses to concentrate on it. So. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so what Silver's going to do 
is he's going to make lots and lots of little lights the same colour as, as the sky blue light. Yep. A million key lights, yeah. A million key lights, and those million key lights will sparkle with rainbows all over them, because I can't help myself. (laughs) (laughs) You can only ask a certain amount of a bard. And of course, it'll wander to the side and start gracefully floating away. I'm kind of imagining they have leaves like rainbow trails, like comets. Yeah, Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, that's that's kind of like Robot Unicorn. As it's running, it's got the rainbow in behind it. So they all need to make oil saves. Yes. Now that one's... Look at that work, Azeroth. It's a double rainbow. Oh, what does it mean? Ah, a realm of fire. Uh, we so never see seventeen. <laughs> Plenty of pain bows, but no rainbows. Pain bows. <laughs> uh, yeah, you make Garen loses. Garen loses XP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even you using XP. That awesome That's not bad. You made that awesome joke earlier, so it just evens out. Yeah. <laughs> Lose 500 XP. <laughs> <laughs> Become level 1 again. <laughs> okay, I can it's do the, level restore. It's the gamers thing where the guy, gamers 2, where the guy keeps doing the really bad monk parables, and he does one that's so involuted, and then eventually it trails off, and the GM's just like, lose 500 XP. <laughs> Your role playing so, is so bad, I'm gonna penalize <laughs> Three of these Creature, three of these statues, the more gargoyle-esque looking big horn devil things, the lights all appear for a moment, there is no reaction, and then mm-hmm. going around the circle one by one, there's the sort of flash and very slight smell of smoke in the air as the stone eyes crack open. <gasps> and they're glowing with a flaming light, which begins to appear slightly in the mouth as well. And three of them start turning their heads and looking up at the lights. Staring at them. And they go for a walk. <laughs> Followed, you know, half a moment later by thump, 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 <laughs> as this one basically walks out of the line and starts wandering over this way, as does this one, as does this one. Again. So is it all three of the guys? All three, all three nice. guys. Nothing else moves. Excellent. Although, Silver, you're aware that the rainbow pattern is mind affecting, so mm-hmm. it may not affect things that don't have a mind. Like a gargoyle. Like a, like like a, a gargoyle, yeah. Yeah, but the goal is, if I go past high enough, it's possible that I walk, like, I'm pretty confident if I walk past those things, then any mm-hmm. stone statues will be set off. Yeah. But if I fly past them, I'm hoping that they, they yeah. that off. they won't get set off. Okay, I have a... And I'm also hoping if you keep concentrating on that, even if we do set off the gargoyles, we can just distract the garapans. Yeah, yeah, I'll just, I'll just sit, but yeah. sit back here it won't and work if we attack the garapans, but... Yeah. Yep. How close are we to the statues at the moment? Wherever you want to be, okay. Well back, preferably. <laughs> well, are we close enough that we've got a decent view of the statues? Yeah. Uh, so they're made out of stone, right? They are. Uh, Can I see if any of them have any unusual stonework to them? Uh, yes, you can make me your dwarven stone cutting check, although <laughs> you're competing against the same um, thing that you... So when you decide when you want to use that for yourself, remember it gives you greater invisibility. So if Garen ever wants to be invisible yeah, and still have things... I won't decide it, but it's greater invisibility. Um, I'll, I'll just break, grab the uh, book again when it happens. Yeah. Um, so what would that what would that be? Like engineering or perception or... Uh, it's what your stone cutting ones off, which I believe is search. I think so, yeah. I would have thought it would be under knowledge or something, or profession. Yeah, isn't it just a, isn't it just a profession? 
Yeah. Oh, no, my profession's metalworking. Oh, okay. Um, the stone cutting is a dwarven thing. Yeah, I would have thought knowledge engineering then. No, because it's not something you need skill ranks. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Oh. I mean, they look like they're stone. You know, nothing about away. them seems spectacular to you, but then they look like they are well crafted. They certainly could move. They could have joints in the stone. More than meets the eye. Jack. It's a plus two racial bonus to search checks. Yeah. So it is indeed search. Yes. What's your agenda? So I cast fly on myself. Yep. And then I fly straight up. Yeah. And then over in a gentle and as quiet as possible arc towards the um, uh, key light. Yep. Aiming to be not to touch the roof, but be as close to the yep. roof and as far from the statues as possible. Understood. So you need to give me a stealth check because you're presumably trying not to be observed while you do this. So basically, I as the lights flash on, Jack kind of goes and fades into the shadows. Do you want to try that again? Mm. Well, I'll find out if that's enough first. That's a 24. Okay, so... As you float over, there is no reaction to what you are doing. The three garapans are over in the corner, staying there. Fascinating. Smoldering softly at the light. (laughs) Cool. We have so many lights to protect. You fly over, you sort of float towards the key light, and Nothing jumps on you. Alright, so I will say telepathically, because I can do that without disturbing my uh, self, which is such a great ability. Uh, uh, Jack actually will actually smile. This is so helpful. I wish I'd had this back in the old days when I was still stealing stuff. <laughs> it's a perfect heist thing. Yeah, it's a perfect heist thing. <laughs> um, so I'm about to grab this thing, so just be ready, because that may well set stuff off, even though we haven't so far. Also, nice one on the rainbow patterns, so that's amazing. And then Jack grabs the key light. And for a moment, there is a sudden tiny noise in the air, and holding on to the key light, there is a penguin going. And can you make me a fortitude save? Oh my god. To see if you can change back again. A penguin. Fuck. So that's a 24. Yeah. So let's see. The penguin starts to fall slightly, then we'll know him there holding onto a key light. Cool. (laughs) No one shall talk about this. (laughs) Was that a... Couldn't be. Well, I suppose the penguin would still be flying. Yeah, yeah, the penguin absolutely would still be flying. The penguin has fly. What it probably struggles to do is hold onto the key light because it doesn't have an opposable thumb. Alright, so I've got the key light. I'm not a penguin. Anything uh, else happen? <laughs> yes. Can you give me a perception check? Oh, uh, so that's a 19 on the perception. Okay, so as you touch the key light, two things happen. One of which is your perceptions are momentarily distorted as you're suddenly looking through weird eyes. And, yeah. you're and then there is a noise as the key light seems to split like an amoeba into two of them floating in the air, but you're still pretty confident of which one you touched originally. Cool. And and it's that one which you 
like it, it happens very quickly. So you yes. go, you basically still got your hand just over it, having pulled it slightly back. Like, okay, that's that's still the right one there. I'm cool. confident of this. So I grab the right one. Yep. Nothing happens. Cool. I've no, got no statues jump out. Cool. I've got the key light. Yep. I begin flying cautiously back. Cool. Gonna have another, another shiny bubble for your collection. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. If nothing happens as I am now hovering over the party. How fast do you fly? 30, 30 foot? 40 foot? Whatever the standard one is, I'll yep. look it up. Talk to me before I spell. 60 foot. Hmm. Cool. So, you fly basically back over the top. Yeah. Um, and then there is another, and for a moment there is a monkey there yeah. holding the key light. Oh my God. And can you make me another fortune? So. Oh my God. How many of these are you going to be able to do? Oh no. Mm. Jack is going to turn into anything a monkey is. Yeah, well, I'm good with a monkey. I, I, I feel a monkey is appropriate and still has opposable thumbs so it can hold the key light, and that's kind of funny, and I roll the one and I'm not re rolling it. <laughs> so There's a little monkey I would like to be clear that it's small Sort of spidery kind of monkey It's a yeah. purple monkey And now you need to make me a will save oh, As no. monkeyish thoughts Fill your head Okay this one I really want to make <laughs> Yeah you don't want to be a monkey That thinks like a monkey No um, alright I'm going to re-roll that one Um Okay, is as that's a will save, which is wisdom, can I use one of my wisdom? Yes, that is the point of it. That cool. Therefore, will save re-rolls. Cool, I will use one of my um, fake points. Um, that's right, I had four because of my special power, and now I yep. have three. Yep. Oh, God. You need to do that again. You do not want to be a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to do it with a different dice. Yes. <laughs> I use another one of my points. That's okay. And I, I get a 22. Okay. But so, it was a hideously expensive retaining of my sanity. <laughs> you are now a one hit dice monkey. <gasps> yeah. But you retain your own alignment and ability, etc., etc. The only thing that is probably relevant to you is you cannot speak. Yep. You understand, but you can speak, but you don't do still things. So yeah. <laughs> so you're amazing, it's the, I'm so glad I picked this as my fifth level stuff. Just monkey. Yep, so the monkey is flying gracefully through the air. Yep. Wow. Um, the so monkey... Good, think, have you noticed you're a monkey? Or are you just sort of, yeah, I'm just pushing through this? Yeah, I think, um... I... Yeah, no, I think I, I, I'm i just kind of... I still feel basically like, yep. yeah, I'm roughly the same <laughs> yeah, shape. You feel little, you've got good you've hands. You've got a tail. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, you land, you stabilise yourself yeah. with your tail, you're fine. Yeah, and the monkey... Oh, okay. My and then um, Jack I, thinks, sort of and then Jack thinks to um, you might want to um, you know not hold that with your hands because it oh oh <laughs> <laughs> and, and then does a flip <laughs> and then another flip and then it picks up its tail and looks at it. I think they may have a slight problem, young man. Uh, yeah. That that's a problem, but can you like take this off me? I don't know if it keeps. Oh. So um, this is pretty much a gimme. Yeah. Because you consider the wisdom of touching the thing that you know turns yeah. people into monkeys when yeah. they touch it. Yeah. 
So, so like, I'm, I'm looking, no, no. I'm, I'm looking for someone takes it off me with something other than their the, hand. This is oh, the bag. GM telling you it seems like maybe you shouldn't touch this. Drop it in the bag, yeah. The bag turns into a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Got a belly full of kilos. No, alas, beautiful polymorph on the tag, it's creatures. Yep, the key light drops into the bag, disappears, and the other one just kind of floats a little to the left where it was. The Garapan stay in the corner going, I'm awfully sorry, young Jack, but I only prepared one break enchantment today. Did we bray any scrolls of it? Seriously, did we buy any scrolls of it? How much is the scroll? I know we bought a bunch of we bought Elagos a bunch of scrolls of stuff to counter things. I have a sending scroll and some universal solvent. <laughs> if it's a disease or a curse, I can give you a potion for it. It is my uh, However, um, before you go too far down this rabbit hole, people may give me a spellcraft check. I've seen this go on. Uh, Mikey gives you a 27 on her spellcraft. <laughs> Mikey, see wow. Mikey do. So 22, <laughs> not so cool. You've seen the flash of runes and that sort of thing, Jack. Um, and you've realised a couple of things. For one thing, um, that key light, the, the spell on that is the key light is the the discharge point of it, the actual source is various runes on the walls of the Wall of Transmutation. So for starters, the Keyline is going to keep doing that as long as it's in here. At this point, every sort of couple of rounds, it's casting Baleful Polymorph on the bag, which right. is meaningless because yeah. the bag cannot be polymorph. But if you gave it to Elagos, he might be fine for a moment, and then he'd have to make a fortitude save. Sort yeah. of thing. Um, secondly... Uh, only because it's tied to the runes here, you think only a part of the polymorph is um, actually permanent. Yeah, uh, which is the mental half rather than the physical half. Oh, that was worth my two. Reading. That was worth yeah. my two knowledge points. <laughs> so, if you lost, if you walk out of here, you will turn back into Jack, possibly like once you've ceremonially shut the doors and reset it, kind of thing. Nice. You won't turn back into Jack's mind, so what you end up with is Jack, who isn't a monkey but thinks she is. Oh, uh, that's, that's awful. I'm so I was so right to make that. We that won't have to have for, that for the rest of the day. For the moment, you are bound by um, all the rules of polymorph. You are a one-hit dice monkey, and your abilities are shit. Yeah, basically. Um, so, uh, and also, you can't cast spells because your ability to talk does actually affect you. Cool. Yeah. So, or at least I can't cast spells that require verbal cool. components. Uh, so, um, the the monkey um, does a little jump up and flips sideways. And, uh, uh, so it'll wear off. It'll wear off when we go outside. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> um, so let's figure out how to. Because Silver's done a great job distracting those garapan things. So I'm thinking, if Silver just keeps that up, and we all sort of just edge towards I'll, the door... I'll send the, the, the lights back to where they came from, yeah. so that the Garapans are on the other side of the hall again, and then when we're out of the door, I'll let the spell go. Yeah, because um, it's concentration plus my uh, round, I, I, so you <laughs> shut it. I presume that um, the, um, G, uh, um, Adam points out that all items I'm wearing fall off, presumably including the key light, even if I, they could be worn or carried by me. It seems stupid, but... I guess because you shift. Yeah, but I mean, all that happens is 
you spend an extra round climbing down or flying down and picking it all up again? Yeah, so we gather up my magic items and things. Uh, that was actually what I'm basing the I've got my hands on the thing. Yeah. Uh, I dropped it. Yeah. On. But um, there's no compelling reason you can't just go and pick your stuff up again very mm-hmm. easily. So. Yeah. Okay, so we just leave the room. Um, yeah. So we, we have, um, Silver encourages the Garapens back to their original position and yep. maintains the spell. Yep, they the stay re- staring at it. We the gather up the stuff. <laughs> we gather up my, people gather up my stuff because I can't really carry it. Um, we open the door. The rest of us edge out of the door. Silver's facing the door. Steps outside, we shut the door. Yeah. Spell ends. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, because I would certainly feel, mm, in the circumstances, while um, we go out the door, you're quite small. I'm going to sort of flap my robe slightly like I'm having a big stretch. <laughs> and so uh, Torgamore and Tanith, who are over there, don't see you unmonkey. Because <laughs> that's the sort of thing that could embarrass a person. <laughs> it actually doesn't bother Jack particularly. Yeah, so it bothers Alagos. Yeah. Because he thinks other people think the way he does. You may also be fired for public indecency. <laughs> you shut the doors. There is... Inside, what we see is the Garapans <laughs> stare at the lights and stare at the lights and the lights wink out and they stare at the empty ceiling for a moment and then <sighs> the eyes shut again. Yeah. Um, behind and, and within sort of behind and within and behind Elgos's cloak, there's a sort of slight <laughs> noise, a slight bulge in the back of it, and then Jack going. Okay, cool. Yeah, putting clothes back on. Yeah. Yes, alright, if I'm naked, I'd probably appreciate the cloak thing while I get yeah. dressed. I'm assuming this is like a, a, a PG-13 show, so yeah, you're yeah. wearing a bra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or rather, you don't see, because it's, you don't see, you just see a little chew where the, where Elmer's yes. cloak bulges slightly, yeah. and it's presumed to be a little jack. And that is the combat challenge of the Hall of Shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Karen. Yes, I hope you enjoyed it. No, I really enjoyed my break cleaning up against the wall having a smoke. <laughs> yeah, I think it was good for Alagos. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. of the uh, many halls available to you, which one would you like? Oh, let's, let's get her electrocuted. Go yeah. to induction. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we've, only got one more, we've only got one more of the it's normal sort of walls. Then it, there's adjuration. Uh, yeah. At this point, people may give me a perception chance to see what. Um, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Nope, I saw nothing. 18. Uh, 36. Okay, so, Elagos, you you can see this pretty clearly. Tanith looks a bit wounded, um, like he has been scorched in places. Last time you saw him, he was down looking at the wards on the Hall of Adoration, sort of fiddling with them. Um, It looks like stuff has gone off on him, and talk more is more or less having a very quiet conversation with him. Torgamore is not so much heavily engaging as following what's going on out here. Yeah. Um, Torgamore's basically saying, oh, what the fuck are you doing? In so many words. Yeah. And Tanith is just kind of blowing him off. No, no, I've got this. Just, just give me a minute. I, um, I relate this to the group, but specifically to you, who can speak Tanith. <laughs> <laughs> So what, you can look over it? there and go, well, what, what is he doing? What is my, my ten of senses signing? Sense motive. Sense motive? Sure. Okay. You're the only one with the chance. Um, he's not trying to hide it from me to 38. Oh. 
gives me an eight to six inches. Oh, I did well. Oh, oh. I got an 18. So. Yeah, then the bag turned into a pink one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So you are watching, you, you look over Silver and you see this and you can't make out what Elagos has made out because it's, it's very restrained. Like Tanith is just kind of kneeling down very quietly poking at what Julian's doing this. But you realize that something must be hideously, ghastly wrong because Elagos is right. Tanith has been injured and like he's got some, you know, sort of cosmetic scorch marks in it. He's got like, like his hair is musked and he's got a mark on his cheek. And he hasn't, like, stopped and cured those and fixed his hair. And there's only one conclusion you can draw from it's that. Not it's not Tanner. <laughs> it's not Tanner. It cannot possibly be Tanner because his hair is out of place. There is no way that Tanner would be seen in public in any way, shape, or form looking at the shells. That's not Tanner. I... The lady from Riverport may have? River something. Riddle Riddle is, is it Torgamore then? If it's not Tanner, is it Torgamore? Well, there's there's two of them there. Mm. There, are, there are clearly two mm. separate entities there. Mm. <clears throat> Should we, like, go a bit closer and see if we can hear what they say? Uh, I heard what they were saying. Torgamore yeah. was kind of asking what's yeah, going on. Why are you mm-hmm. trying to open the... Why are you playing with the wards, basically? Yeah. Well, that now makes perfect sense in context. Yeah. Why are you playing with the wards? What if somebody's Tanner? tampering with the door? Alright. Oh, so someone who's disguised as Panther's yeah, doing yeah. tampering yeah. with the door. And basically, Jack, um, this is what you would be doing if you didn't have all the key lights to get in. Because you couldn't open it. Mm. So you'd have to disarm the mm. problems on it in order to actually open it successfully. Mm. Is that a legal thing of the competition? Absolutely. Oh. Uh, somebody can, in theory, walk straight through that door with no key lights of any kind. It's just the likeliest well, outcome is they will die horribly. We have got most all but one of the key lights. She is ahead of us. We could try to do it, or we could go over there and rumble her and tell Torgamore it's not Tanner in a subtle way. We did. We did promise not to mess with the other contestants, so... Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, so if if we presume that this is in area, um, what she is doing is not against the rules in any fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and you physically preventing her from doing that would be um, against, the, against rules. the rules. But tipping Torgamore isn't remotely against interfering with her. But it also isn't like he can do anything about it. Mm-hmm. If she wants to try and crack the door without the key lights, she can. But, and, and, and very obviously she doesn't have them all or she'd already be in and through and it wouldn't be a problem. And if she wants to do it disguised as Tanith, that may be odd, but it's not against the rules. Yeah. Yeah. And it may well be that she has found the um, some of the challenges too great for her, mm-hmm. so she is just trying to brute force the door. Mm-hmm. And also it's possible that she's smoothing Tanith in a way that isn't... Um, uh, certainly tri- like tricking him into opening the doors is... Definitely against the spirit, but mm. probably not against the letter of the contract you mm. signed. Oh, hang on. So you're saying it might actually be Kenneth, but him being mind, mind no. no, no, no. It's, uh, 
But if, if she is pretending to be Tanith, she's mm. like, oh, Master Torgamore, you know, Help this board is faulty, could you open it for me? Mm-hmm. But we're like, well, of course, because they're like the headmaster, so I just kind of go magic away. I get message, Torgamore. Mm. Yeah, but... You said we weren't going to mess with people, and she's not she, breaking the rules. Yeah, I mean, and having an apex skill of disguise and trying to solve the problem of this heavily watered door, mm. it's not very effective... But it's what she's got. She's trying to work with it. I mean, mm-hmm. now that we know what's going on. So, our real gamble is, if we want to win, do we want to go through the door now until she gets through first? Or do we want to go and get the key light? My money is get the key light. Winning is winning would be nice, but it's not our priority. Our priority is to get to Scarwall using as few of our resources as possible so we have the maximum energy for Scarwall. But it's also possible that getting through the door would be a bunch of, like... Trap and disarm checks, which you can do without using spells. This is um, also the room is mm, but the um, it's very possible if I fail any of those trap and disarm checks. I mean, I've been deliberately trying not to use too many spells going through these rooms, and certainly my impression is so is everyone else. I mean, I know you've used a few good things, but you have quite a lot of spells. On the other hand, the Hall of Induction, Evocation, definitely sounds like a place where we'd be using spells to avoid getting damaged. I think we'd be using um, traps and things, but, I mean, if the rest of you want, we've certainly got a lot of key lights. If you want me to just have a crack at disarming the door, now I can. I just don't think we should do that because we're trying to win the competition. How many doors is there to get in? Like, would we be disarming the door at the same time as the other person? Uh, effectively, you've got, um... That's a good question. Uh, seven, seven locks on there, basically. So Each one opened by a key light. Um... It's, you're all going through the same door, but one of the reasons Torbor is probably standing there is expressly so you open it, she doesn't just walk in. Okay. I think it's six to one half dozen of the other. Because mm. there, there are some necessarily subtle tricks you could use for this, and in fact at that point I'm going to shut my yeah and call the wisdom check. Oh, I'm white today. Nine. 27. 27. Sorry, 38. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Sorry, I have a high score. Yeah, she, she, she's got some natural advantages of making wisdom checks. I know, but I didn't know. theory, there are roundabout, underhanded ways you could use to do this. So, Eleanor's looking and going, okay, so for starters, the reason Torgamore is there is probably now because the competition's gone on long enough that people could, in theory, start getting through. You know, you guys have certainly done six out of seven, and he was there about five out of seven. Um, he's probably there precisely to ensure that, say, nurse guilty claws don't wipe you over the door, whack you over the back of the head with axes, and then walk in, which would be blatantly cheating. But, like, in theory, there are more subtle methods you could use, like somebody walking in invisibly behind you mm-hmm. and surmounting it that way. Yeah. It's it's very last ditch, because mm-hmm. you will likely just walk into the hall of adoration, proceed to your goal, and interact with it. And, like, in theory, someone could sneak in behind you, then dash ahead of you. Yeah. It's, you certainly wouldn't want to risk it if you were trying to win this, but if you didn't have any better options... Like, that sort of thing is a valid option, as would be, I'm totally Tanith Mandravius, so I'll just walk in behind you, kind of thing. Um. Um. 
Which so, is why it's definitely useful that we know he's not. Yeah. yeah, so basically, your your more or less takeaway here is that she probably lacks all the skills and talents to win by herself through um, directly solving all the challenges. Well, so I mean, she back. hung in the background watching us do the thing and yeah. probably had Absolutely, yeah. And then almost certainly just, like, walked through the hall of, um, the hall of seeing and went, yes, this, 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 cool, I'm done, 20 seconds. Because she came out of there, like, a minute afterwards. Yeah. Cool, I've solved this problem. Yeah. But, you know, that... Disguise ease and stealing so, somebody else's answers works relatively well on the riddle hall, but that, maybe a limited utility. That doesn't elsewhere. particularly represent any major threat to you, it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. I think we should do the evocation room, because I feel like the 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 consequences of not doing the evocation room will be quite a quite but a bit you more can, challenging. You can effectively it. move in and pick the uh, pick the lock and open the evocation board without risking leaking her in, per se, because she will um, either waltz in this town, at which point you'll doubtlessly say something, or you'll shut the door again behind her, at which point it'll react to that she's outside. Yeah. Well, I, I say we should give the vote to the party role, because she's going to be the one who has to do the friggin' lock. I think we should take it to a party vote. I don't um want, but my vote is for the evocation. My vote is to cast Augury and um, figure out which one is better. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Well, that certainly doesn't, it's not exactly an expensive spell. I have no objection yeah. to, um. Yeah, go for it. Although, yeah. don't you need two Augury's? Why? Two. No, it's, it's, um, should I, should I, should I do this one over this one? Okay, cool. Mm. It's a yes, yes, no. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, real world. There's no real world. Yeah. Is it easier to uh, do the room of evocation versus just going through the main door with the key lights we have? With With the skills we possess. Yeah. Remember, it needs to be a snowy worded. No, no, this one's wheel or woe. Good thing, bad thing, or good thing and bad thing. Yeah. Covers half an hour in the future, which will cover what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, So you need to give me a percentile check of uh, 82% chance of success. Cool. And I also have um, plus one level in um, divination spells. So 83 chance of success. That's a very small specific percentage improvement. Yeah, it's more useful for the spell lasts an extra minute than anything. Cool. So uh the GM cannot answer that question directly, but what I will do is I will check Jack's sheet and look at her bonuses in that and give you on the balance of probabilities. It's pro- because the answer is like you kind of already know this. That there's a yeah. thing there that you'll need to disarm. There's a thing there that and if the GM says it's DC eighty, you get whoa. And if it's DC ten, you get wheel. Let's go for it. Um, it's DC eighty, and you get a free puppy out the words you get wheel and whoa. I love my spontaneous um, divination. Yeah, it's the best. It is awesome. Uh, so you get wheel. The action will probably bring good results. Oh, going, going through the door. door. Yeah. Okay, so um, the augury results suggest that we can probably skip evocation and yeah. still pull it off. That yeah. is not, however, the GM telling you guarantee this will work. No, no, this no. is the odds are in your favor. Cool, but Maybe the odds are in your favor. The odds are ever in our favor. Yeah. 
All right. And we know to push Tanith out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at that point, and that gives us the opportunity to go get out of the way. It's going to be very, very nice for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, um, I would like to request, after this is all over, I want to know what was in the Hall of Fubication. Sure. But for right now, um. I, I would be happy to tell you the moment you either walk into the Hall of Abjuration or, um, give up and go back. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Alright. Okay, if Rosemary can, ends, we can pull it off, let's give it a go. Aye. And um, you can handle that key light now, because it was totally, um, the blue key light, because it was totally affected. It was the wards in the room, it was the runes in the room that were doing that um, failed to thing. Ah, oh, such scintillating colours. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, Elagos, <laughs> this part involves getting all the key, key lights back out of the bag and putting them in the door. Oh, such <laughs> scintillating colors. <laughs> Alright. I pass them to you. Cool. Just okay, so I am, on display. I am heading up to the door of abjuration. Yep. And Elagos, now that you get close enough with that 36 perception to actually observe this, like, as you walk up to Tanith, his nose is just, like, ever so slightly to the left. It's, mm, I mean, telling you nothing you don't already yeah. know, but... So I'm going to send to you, may have the rest engage thy father in polite conversation. <laughs> like, just kind of... Distract them. Pretend, like that, slightly distracting, and also like, hey, I'm having a discussion with you, because you're totally my father, and you know all these well, things. No, no, no one knows that he's Oh, that's father. true, but, no. you know, I know but, you but, very but well. He is a well-known acquaintance of Tim Mandrovius. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, Tanith Mandravius should certainly be pre- prepared to converse with him. If he doesn't want to do that, then maybe he should have picked a different disguise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. What, what, what are you aiming for me to get? Uh, distract him while we yeah. open the door. Okay. Yeah, yeah literally just walk up and start yakking to him. Yeah. Yeah, which okay. I will then basically call for a bluff check opposed by uh, Tanith's sense motive to go, hang on, this is just a distraction. But yeah. says, oh yes, well I... So, go to Ooh, him. Okay. Ask him for dating advice. Silver Rose is not any dating advice. Yeah, but if, ta- if Tanner's card comes through, that is obviously not, is he? Yeah, but we know it's not Tanner. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. I can go for the dating advice thing. It'll, it'll, probably, it'll probably be a, an interesting cover for this person <laughs> who doesn't quite know me and is, is kind of like, oh, so you don't you don't have any any like skills with dating. Oh, I mm. um, So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go up to Tanner. Ah, uh, Tanith, Tanith, well, I was going to catch you later on, but... Uh, <laughs> yes? There was this girl in the group. Oh, she's she's absolutely lovely. And you were always telling me that, like, one day you'd tell me your secret of, of how you do the... And in the background, <laughs> you see, like, Torgamore sort of looks at you like his... Is this really the time? On the other hand, it's, it's not my job. <laughs> so, so he's just sort of like, what's it's always the time. <laughs> so, like Tall Wars just kind of sitting there rolling up anymore. And and Tanith meanwhile. Oh well, uh, woman, as you know, Silver can be very complicated creatures, far more than what they appear to be on the surface. <laughs> but the important thing. When one is making a move on a woman is to always assume that she's more intelligent than yourself. I wish it was a Dad would never admit to that. No. And, and he continues in this way. Woman can be confident, assured, 
always in control of himself. You need to respect and acknowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So it was was like, wait, no, no. My father genuinely believes women are intelligent creatures who can do any number of things. But they absolutely can't control themselves because hormones and sexy legs control women. This is, it's literally in the foundation of Silver's upbringing. Silver, as an attractive young man, you know that you can have any woman do anything you want because, you know, they're hormonal creatures. So, so you do with the hip, the hip tilt like this. And then there's the thigh on this angle and the ankle. Like, and, show me, show and, me again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, at what point does she just headbutt? <laughs> <laughs> I... Followed by a will say. <laughs> Child person, go away. <laughs> 16. Okay, so you do manage to restrain yourself from the slight shudder of weird feelings that go through you as your father checks you out, like shaking your hip and sort of goes... <laughs> oh, Dad. Because you're, you're kind of standing there going, so, so, do I have a sexy ass? Uh, what, what are you thinking? And Tanith looks at you and he's like, yeah. <laughs> So it was just like slightly creeped out because the impersonation is not perfect. I can see through it, but it's good. And oh, I'm, I'm going to have a night. <laughs> this is what bards were made for. Uh, and then, can you give me a bluff check to see how successfully this is distracting? Um, oh, from this. Uh, so that's a thirty-six. She is totally scary. <laughs> 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 yeah, not, not too, but. Yeah, she's got to maintain the disguise and look at Silver and concentrate on what she's doing. What she's doing is she's looking at you like this. Yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, I know you've got a face. It's a great face. Yes. He's like... Work it, baby. I can just imagine he's now starting to pull out the JoJo poses. In the meantime, Jack, Torgamore sees you approach the door. And as you do so, the bag that you have starts to vibrate very lightly. And I presume people sort of yeah. go, shoo, 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 Six key lights fly into their proper place. There's a very obvious glow. Yeah. Um, and nothing seems to happen. Um, uh... Nothing obvious seems to happen, but there's nothing obviously wrong with the yeah. of wards. There's a, a reasonably clear big runic symbol glowing on the door slightly, but it's not leaping out or anything like that. And Torgamore sees you going up to it, sees you have little key lights and just sort of nods slightly, just steps away. <laughs> yep. What you are doing is not wrong or illegal in any fashion. He's perfectly happy with this. Alright. Check. Okay. So I'm gonna cast, uh, Find traps to attempt to give Helen a plus two for all of her, of her trap things. Sure. Because it's the final thing and. So, um, that means Elagos can make an assist yeah, roll? Yes. You can now search like a rogue. Cool. Yes. It's fine. Roll over eight. So you, you pulled it off? Yes. yes. Cool. Alright. So Elagos provides me with a little bit of advice based on the complicated magical runic door. And then Mm -hmm. I am going to endeavour to search the magic runic door for the undisarmed trap that I know must be there. Sure. Okay. That's a... 27. Okay, so... 
you were looking at this and you were going, okay, so these wars, like, there is obviously a magical trap on this door, you're pretty confident, as opposed to anything yeah. mechanical. You're looking at it and we, we, oh, oh, shit. Okay, so for starters, you are reasonably confident that there are seven different traps on here. Um, that each one relates to the school they're in in some way. That if you set one off, then you set off everything that doesn't have a key light in it. Right. So well, if you walk straight up here, what you need to do is give me like seven of these checks all in a row, and if you fail any of them, the whole ooh. thing goes boom, and then you get evocation to the face, necromancy to the face, transmutation ooh, to the face. She's been taking that? And this is why you want to lock them with key lights. Yeah. She's, not, she's not doing all seven. She's she's only trying a few to get a few through a few of them. Yeah, but still, yeah. she's she's pretty badass to take that many. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's failed once and has now stopped thinking about her life. <laughs> yeah, she well, doesn't want to set that off again. Um, so, so Jack actually goes slightly white. <laughs> given this, the only negative outcome you can have for this is you will set off the evocation one. Okay, I feel the pretty rest good of them will remain inactive no will matter how well or how badly you screw this up. Well, yeah, I think so because. Um, you have already disabled them by virtue of having the key lights, effectively. Wonderful. I'm really not frightened about setting off one evocation yeah. trap, even a big one. Because, after all, you're old, you have evasion. Well, it does, it's not a guarantee I could fail a reflex save, but compared to setting off all seven cascading traps... Yeah. Don't you also get a bonus for defense against traps because of being a rogue? Yes. The other thing you will pretty much notice is that um, as you go forward, there are already um, key lights in there. Um, which basically, as you approach, unlock and move out of the way. So yeah. that's effectively in Illyria. She's got a couple of key lights that she's already put in. Yeah. One of which is indeed the Hall of Seeing. Yeah. Um, they move out of your way. Tanith, among other things, may be standing here to administer this bit if multiple people come up to interact with the door at the same time. You mean Torbamore, right? Torbamore, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Too many T names. Cool. Okay, so as it is, you look at it okay. I can see what's going to happen here. You cannot find what is on the evocation trap. You you can guesstimate that it's going to be an evocation-based effect. Something will explode or shoot you or fry you or whatever. You can't tell what. And you effectively, you know there is a trap there, but you don't have any... Uh, sorry, I lose my trap thought, really. Um you can attempt to disarm it even though you can't find it because you know factually that yep. it has to be here. Yeah. Um, it will. It is merely that you do not get any benefit from your search check. So that's presumably a disarm at a penalty? Uh, especially a disarm at a higher DC if you can't find this. That's blah, fair. Blah, blah. All right. And if you... It's the same thing as the usual disarms. If you fail it by a five, nothing yep. happens. If you fail it by five or more, it explodes. I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the other one you've got is this one time lock. Even if you explode it, um, you will have to actually... Um, disarm it. Uh, I have to succeed in the disarm to you, you need to get through it in some way, not just set it off. Cool. All right. So um, at this point, Jack telepathically contacts everyone. Okay, how about everyone move back a little bit? <laughs> Silver already has. <laughs> and then I endeavor to make a high DC last minute check. Yep. No pressure. That is not the number that's, I was looking for. That's a re-roll. Um, that is a 32. Okay. 
Still pretty good. Yeah, I keep forgetting you've got high life, man. Is it? Do I fail by five or more? Yes, yes, you do. Okay. Um, now, at the point that this was a group decision, I would like somebody else to donate a fact point for a reroll there. Yeah. Um. Which, what's the difference between fate points and harrow points? Uh, the fate points you can only put into wisdom-based things. So, sorry, I meant a harrow card. It'll have to be a card. Oh, so I'll card you'll win. The cards are more useful, broadly. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm still not used to having yep. two different currencies. Yeah. It's, in retrospect, I should have done something that's, different. But that's top dice. Yeah. Roll it on the table. It's on the table. Well, it's on paper. <laughs> that's not much better. This is not much better. Yeah, you can have one from me. I don't know that we want to spend that many on it. What are you on? Uh, one better. 33. Um, so, 33. Nothing happens for good or for ill. Okay. Oh, that was, that was the sweet number to get you with All right. plus five. Well, that was a six, so my so, odds are like, relatively like Jack, good you, doing you that. Start, you better. start fiddling with it, and it begins to hum, and you're like, it's either disarming, or it's going to explode. I think it's the exploding. I'll just put that bit back. <laughs> Continues to hum slightly. Cool, cool. It hasn't exploded yet. Work hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shunning all my, all my dice suck. And if you'd made the search, she'll tell you it's a giant acid flood, and you should be really just acid. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Hang on. So that I want to, oh, I want to say it. That was a forty-seven. Thank you, team. Thank you, Sarah. Just move this here, and it goes, and then stops, and the rune turns slightly, as the others have, and just kind of moving straight through the glowing runic circle is there, the doors of the Hall of Abjuration open, not terribly wide, and allow you entrance, and then... As you see the runes go off, it goes click, basically click, 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 round, and Jack, you're looking at it and going, okay, so if we didn't have this many key lights in it, what would happen is I disarm the evocation one, then I've got a few seconds to disarm the necromancy one before that starts trying to open and zombifies me, then I've got a few more seconds to start opening this one before it transmutes me into a statue kind of thing, so... Wow. Good call, not, not just... Bulling it at the start, going, yeah, yeah let's <laughs> let's just make like seven DC thirty five and forty yeah, I'm, larceny I'm, checks. I'm ridiculously good at larceny, and I have ridiculously good larceny tool, tools made by a master smith, and I still can't pull off this kind of thing. I'm right, so yeah. glad I made you those. All right, um, how about everybody hold hands and just kind of walk through the door in a kind of sweeping motion so that nobody can fit past us. That's always a great idea. Also, we don't say that, so we all just link hands. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Okay. And, but I will out loud say, um, okay, we're in silver. Um, you can talk, you can talk to Professor Mandravius another time. Basically, grab him and yank him Basically, it's more like what I'm doing is providing, you know, an out. Silver's gonna end the conversation. Tanith Mandravius is gonna stay outside. Yeah. Because that's what Tanith Mandravius would do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, the problem is that my ass is just too, you know, I'm too fabulous to fit these things. And you're the ones get too distracted by Grab, yank through. Uh, and we we are both endeavouring to make certain no one can walk through the door while we do, and specifically that Tanith Madravius isn't coming. Yep. 
Uh, Whatever Talith Mandravius feels about that is another question. Yeah, Talith <laughs> Mandravius can suck it up. I think I will take a group acrobatics check for the actual um, sheer amount of physical grace to physically hey. prevent him following you in. If not, then you go to a more sort of social thing of how to be... I'm stressed. <laughs> and also, I'm not rolling this dice in here. 23! The dwarf does 20! Wow! <laughs> the gnome does 14. I've got so a So that's 50% success, is that enough? No, it's actually 75% success. Oh. What you're doing is not terribly hard. You've got one, two, three successes. Oh, I pulled it off for the one. Elagos is Because Elagos is not prepared to just like undignifiedly scramble through the no. doors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he sort of tries to walk somewhat regally through while other people are going, come on, come yeah. on! Yeah. It's like having Zoe there. Come on, come on, come on. Look, yeah. Come on, come on. It's a nobody toes a dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a very grumpy mental image. <laughs> the, the dragon steam puffs out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a mental dragon steam puffs out from its nostrils. Yeah. Not, not Tanith from behind. Basically, sees you stepping in and sort of goes. <clears throat> Tries to just kind of like unobtrusively physically shuffle his yeah. way around Silver. Silver ducks in beforehand. The doors start shutting, and Tanner's basically forced to take a step back as they shut. There is no. She's away with the yeah. fail. <laughs> she, we may have got no one key light, but she cannot have our doors. At, at which point, perception, yo. Yeah. At which point, Tanner's eyes sort of narrow as he looks at the door. He tweaks his nose slightly. That's another problem. And then he'll start fiddling with it again. <laughs> and Torgamore says, You see, the wards are in perfect walking, working order. They got through the rigs exactly as they were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And, uh, Meredith. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we just watched that episode, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, Abjuration. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so what kind of spells are abjuration? Protection spells. Yeah. Uh, we actually, go and grab actually, the goblin fire. You're not actually expecting to find any challenges. <laughs> the challenges to get into the wall. Oh, okay. oh that's, 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 that's the outside of yeah, the wall. It's a big scary door. We made yeah. it through the big scary door. At this door. point, um, you have been given reasonably clear directions of basically go down here, go down seven or eight staircases, you're looking for this big-ass teleport circle thing that's yeah. down here. Now um, we... Which is very easy to find because they have actively basically set up signs. Go yeah. this, breaches this way, breaches this way. Yeah, now if we were, if our goal was to win the breaching festival, we're, or, we're done. Yeah. Um, we, we just get, go outside and see whether we're the fastest or not. However, what we're trying to do is hack it. Yeah. yeah. In, in theory, what you need to do now for the breaching festival is just at this point basically beat feet, run through the halls, yeah. jump into the circle, and you will reappear outside. As you're not trying to do that, basically what you're now going to do is go down and find that teleport circle and then invoke different things against it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think let's take a moment, like, if not physically, then yes, um, yeah, by as players. Yeah. <laughs> we did the breaching festival. We did the breaching you have at this point yeah. defeated the breaching festival. And we, we did it with, while using as few as possible of our own resources, which is definitely doing that the hard way. Yeah. yeah. 
But we also did it the easy way because of the fact that we had all these really handy spells that we could use. Yeah, yeah, but... Because I mean, you were all like, man, we just got through this too easily. I want to do this again, but this time, like, a challenge. No, 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 I, I certainly wouldn't say that was too easy. But I wish I could have used every resource and then just gone home and had a nap afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But still, we pulled it off. We still have a bunch of spells. We're okay. Yeah. So... Uh, so we've got two hours and ten minutes on the telepathic bond. Yep. How far through are we? Through. Oh, I see. How much time have you taken up yeah. in that two hours and ten minutes? You put it on basically as you came in. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I figured I would ask you once we'd... Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Uh, yeah, I would say you have probably used about an hour of that. Okay, cool. Yep, so an hour and a half left. Yep. So, um, the other question oh, was... sorry, what am I saying? A uh, hundred minutes of that, sorry, or two hundred minutes, so about half okay. of it. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a little different. different. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so the other question is, how badly hurt is everyone? Yeah, I can do some healing. Um, I'm just pain. wondering if we want to drop a, um, cure mass at this time. Yeah, you remember how I said I only had one of those? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I only had one of those. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Gar- Garen will top himself up with his healing hands. If I'm only fine. he had made a deal well, with some sort of creature who kept yeah. offering you I free believe, spells. I believe, um, cause Lucy, Lucy was the only one who took significant. According to the character sheet, she's on 46. Out of what? Uh, 55. Okay, well. So that's nine hit points. Yeah, I'm down about, uh, I'm down about a quarter of my hit points. I'm Garen, down at all. Garen's down about what looks like a... Ten percent. Yeah, a, a small <laughs> amount of hits. So three of us are down a bit, which is probably a bit minor for a cure. Yeah. A cure, mass cure. Yeah. Zinni the Devil could have given you free healing. Yeah, yeah, look, Free! I think this has happened since we saw him as well, so. <laughs> The first one is Alright, so free. we want to save the cure like wounds mass, so the question mm-hmm. is do we use up a bit of our expendable healing resource so we're nice and fit to face Scarwall? Or do we just save our healing resource period and keep trucking on? I think we should heal up because this is the safest we're going to be before we go in. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can, pro- I can so, provide some, some healing as well. I can have some basic ones. Garen will just I'm use... I'm super wounded. Garen no. will just use his healing hands to save up a spell. Yeah, makes sense. Um, okay. So what about if... Um, Who's the most wounded? Uh, I'm not tremendous. Okay, so... What about if I get maybe Silver heals himself? Um, I'm, not, I'm not here. Oh, okay. I'm saying I can I can try healing somebody else. Okay, so that's All right. Um, so what about you Steven, heal Lucy, and um, Elidor heals me, and that way we're dividing, and Garen heals himself. So cure light. Yeah, just as little as possible. Eighteen for you. Cool. Um. So that's that's me talking. So it's nine hit points for Lucy. Cool. Uh. Uh, that's me and Lucy at full. Cool. Uh, that worked out exactly, Susan. That was exactly as many points as you needed. Yay. Has anyone got an eraser? No. Oh. That's one of the good things about healing hands, is you can get exactly the right amount of healing every time. Yeah. I really enjoyed this guy. I'm not needing this stuff. <laughs> Turn it into healing. Here we are. Thank you. All right. Okay. Alright, and we're fine. It's all good. Yep. How are you? <laughs> so we literally do that as we're walking. 
like just pour, people pause for a moment. We sort it all out telepathically about who's doing what, and then yeah. as we're walking, we do the like healing, healing, healing. We're good. We're, we're good. We're so. We're, then we do the slow stride. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking this is the um, the um, first Star Wars campaign I played. There was this one encounter where we um, got it jumped by a bunch of mercenaries, killed them in the surprise round. Tipped their bodies because we were in Cloud City. Tipped their bodies over the side and kept on walking. Wow! And we played bad to the bone. <laughs> it was um, the the ability force slam enabled you to slam a cone worth of people for oh, four wow. d six damage or whatever. And I'm like, like, can you describe how they're formatted? And I'm like, so yeah, they're they're in a stormtrooper format. So the leader is standing in the front like this, and the others are a V behind him, and there's this many of them. So they fill exactly the cone with force slam. <laughs> Woof. Bang! Right, they're all dead. I'm, I'm charging everyone another round. Everyone needs to pick one up and fling them off the side of Cloud City, and then you just keep yelping. They were exactly the kind of party that was cool with that. Yeah, it was just like. Does anyone else want to start someone? No? No, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to mess with us. And that's how we walk down this ramp. Yeah. So. Do you want meantime in the Hall of Induction? Oh, uh, yeah. You wanted to know what was in there? Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is not actually something you see as characters. This yeah, is yeah. just the DVD extra for the players. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the Hall of Induction, uh, when you go in, there are lots and lots and lots of unconscious Beldragos and <laughs> an unconscious Harkin. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where he was. <laughs> um, all of which who are showing... Very minor amounts of physical damage, um, which if you make the heal checks, you get right. This is going to do non-lethal damage, but lots of it in varying kinds. It's effectively non-lethal acid, non-lethal lightning, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, the key light in there has a sign up about getting it to a certain color, and what you effectively end up doing is you put it in a pipe full of mysterious bubbling alchemical fluid. And as it slides down, it changes color. And then you've got to fish it out and move it round and put it in the next pipe and so on and so forth. But Lucy, that would be Lucy's room. Alchemy is extremely helpful here. Uh, Perception is extremely helpful because you need to find the thing floating in there because basically I stick my arm in and grab it. And if I can't see it properly, then I have to leave my arm in there for a couple of rounds. Oh. And it's effectively there's an acid one, a fire one, a lightning one, blah, blah, blah. Oh. The thing changes color. If you make the wisdom checks uh, right, you can work out the best way to get it to the end color that you want. And if not, you just have to do it the hard way. And then the end thing is to get it the right color you need to basically, uh, after you've done a few setup, you need to get it into the bottom of that big tank in the back. That where there is no magical or complicated alchemy solution, it's just somebody has to stick their arm in and stuff it down to the bottom and take some evocation damage. So wow. then it'd just be Garen going, right, hard, all right then, hard man in time. <laughs> oh uh, that gosh. would have been yours and Lucy's room. I think I would have just... No, no, no. I would have been making some checks and then healing people all over the place as they took all this crazy damage. So Maya's marauders have basically gone in there and just sort of, in the absence of being able to solve it intelligently, jammed their arms in and passed out one after the other. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm actually kind of, like, I I kind of feel bad that we expended two um, 
two fate points on the other hand, that sounds hard. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. does. I don't feel like we I missed think perception that. is um, up your alley. To yeah. go, okay, one arm in, grab the thing, one arm in, grab the thing. And it's reflex saves to go... But I think yeah, but I feel I feel like I've jammed my arms into enough perilous. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite good at reflex yeah, saves, yeah. but it's, I've jammed my arms into enough about, perilous. It's things. not about you guys casting evocation spells. It's yeah. just about different elemental yeah. damages and yeah. your perception abilities to see through it. And yeah. it, it, it's it's. I think if loose, if uh, you're in at BDA, we would have got it to that. Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. Would have. yeah. So there is basically, as you come into the Hall of Abjuration, the doors shut behind you with a very resounding and final boom. Nice. And for, you just, everybody just sort of, oh, takes a moment, has a breath, heals themselves. Yeah. Straightens their clothing. Yeah. Then there is very large, obvious signage, breaching portal this way, breaching portal this way, breaching portal this way, blah, blah, blah. People follow them, and it leads you to something that is, uh, Jack, you are vaguely aware this is here, but you have never seen it before. This room is usually locked and sealed. It has been deliberately opened at this point. And what is in here is they've effectively built a very solid stone closet of sorts around this. And what's in there is a big glowy light and then a faint wisp and crack in there about this thin that seems to just fluctuate slightly and shadows of some kind seem to leak through it for a moment, and then it pulls back in, and then leak through it, and it pulls back in. You know the Academy have basically been tapping this as a giant magical battery to power a wide variety of things. At this point, they know it's a portal, that as far as they're aware, it doesn't go anywhere, and what they've done is effectively rewired it for the breaching. Most of the year, we just plug it into everything else. The breaching festival, we rewire it so it goes outside to this particular point out in the commons, where everyone appears spectacularly in front of the crowd. And if you guys step into it one after another, which is the way you're going to have to go, because little five-foot cloth in it, then you will all appear outside. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. 30 seconds and you're done. As you don't want to do that, you want to get the portal to take you to the scale wall within, which it will do, as long as you can work it. Um... At which point I will give you um, the thing that you've got. A rebel again. Yeah, because I don't remotely expect anyone to remember this. Uh, I'm just going to... Um, at this point I'm working up a thing based on um, only one dragon has ever survived contact <laughs> with Skull Castle. <laughs> he is mine! He, you are in front of me. They dated. So, only a trap is the castle you know? Closer to home is Scarwall's true shadow. A portal to breach neath a school arcane. Shift not back, but thrice hail his name. Serenthal knows the way and lies within. The eye sees the secret to pierce evil's skin. So when you call Castlevon's name, hail Castlevon, hail Castlevon, hail Castlevon. Um, man, that's just wrong. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say it. Alright, so at this point, do we feel like we've got a pretty good handle on this, or do we need to make checks or anything? Uh, There are different ways you could do this. Again, the GM is assuming that nothing he hears is out loud, because you indicated you're having psychic conversations, so Alvaros doesn't actually say that, so there's no response for better or worse. Well, I'd like to say that if I'm saying, oh, that feels wrong, it's probably not something um, Alvaros would say. Um, 
but you could use magic deviceless with like because you have a pretty good understanding of what you're doing, it would be substantially yeah. easier. Or you could just interpret the riddle and shout random things at it. Alright, so we'll see if it changes. Okay, so before we get into this, Jack just wants to say Alright, so you know, we did the breaching festival. In fact I'd say if we went outside now we're in with a good chance of winning. Now do we want to do something really hard? <laughs> <laughs> that was a warm up. Enjoy our last breaths of clean air. Uh, also that that door? That was really difficult. <laughs> I know you guys think I'm a pretty good burglar and I'm flattered by that, but really there, there comes a point where you're, you're just pushing. It was good that we did, didn't try and surmount any more of those. If you go up there with no key lights, it sets off all set, seven traps in succession. In succession. Then you're a very electrocuted frog statue. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't dodge all of those things. <laughs> See, I can, I just imagined that the rune is actually the silhouette of the uh, Bobara from the Final Fantasy series. Don't worry, the evocation one was chain lightning, so everyone would have had to replace them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have guaranteed it. Yeah, not as, it's just kind of how it works. Not every trap just electrocutes yeah. the rogue standing in front of it. <laughs> yeah. um, Alright. Usually it's the other way around. Shall I give this a go? Yeah. Um, so what are we doing? Let's see what happens. So I just want to try saying it and see, and then look at the portal and see what happens. Sure. So I'm just gonna reach out and kind of like take the pan of the person next to me while we say like Carson Vaughn and like grip it slightly. It's like Voldemort. I know. I don't. It's not so much that I object. He objects to saying it is that he's like hail Carson Vaughn, just like. So Jack says, "Hail Carson Vaughn! Hail Carson Vaughn! Hail Carson Vaughn!" The crack opens significantly Ooh. wider, and the tendrils begin to move out faintly towards you. Okay, hold hands and jump real fast. <laughs> so, for starters, um, it, as far as you can see, this appears to be working as intended. It's clearly cool. sending you somewhere. Um, secondly, you can make me a search check for traps and things. Okay. Yay. Still, I roll the dice. I have not learned my lesson. That's a 22. That's 24! I can still help you because it hasn't been 10 minutes. Ah, sweet. Okay, so 24. Okay. 15. Unless you can find traps. Do you have the roguey thing where you have trap finding? Nah. No, you can't, you can't make untrained search checks to assist me. Elagos has magically buffed himself. But I appreciate the Jack, you, you look it over and you go, okay, like, there's every possibility that if we said the wrong thing, this will take us to the elemental plane of horrible death instead. Yep. However, you don't, it, it certainly doesn't provide you a nice window where you can see where you're going, but yeah. you don't think that is the case. Everything about it suggests this basically just has open and shut as cool. settings. So, for your interpretation is yes, you have done the right thing, no, there is not a horrible trap here. Cool. Uh, the other thing is, you guys are going to have to step through this single file. Okay. Unless you've got some vastly more complicated, clever plan we will acrobatically crush together and cast a shrink person on yourself and things like that. But no, no. Garin is the paladin goes first. Yeah, I think that's illogical. Okay. So, Garin steps forward, the tendrils of shadow seize him, and yank him in. Ooh. And he vanishes from your sight. He seems to bend out of reality slightly as he sort of... <laughs> through the portal, and he vanishes, and the whole thing goes dark, 
and Jack. The second the shadows take him, as they pull him through the mouth of the portal, you are suddenly overcome by something. A vision. And you hear St. Helica's voice in your head again as you have heard it before. What could be is not what must be. There are two futures here. And in one, Jack, you see Garin steps through, followed a moment later by you, Silver, Elagos, then Lucy, arbitrarily. And then there's a flash to the other side. And what you can see, Jack, is as you... Uh, I'm going to try this again. You step forward towards... You see yourself step forward towards this. The shadow sees you and you go through. And as you go through, there is a crackle of something at the edge of your perception like lightning. And a gate forms in front of you as thousands of bolts of interlacing lightning cross in front of you. And you go barreling straight towards it and try and twist yourself and evade through and roll through... And when you come out the other side, Garin is standing there, horrifically burned by lightning. It is crackling all over his armor. He's just taken a hundred points of damage here. And is is looking staggered and horribly wounded. Followed a moment later by a very burned, blackened, and thoroughly dead Silver falling out of the portal. Then dead Elagos. Then dead Lucy. (laughs) One after another. And then you hear, what could be is not what must be. The future is changed by what has been done. And you see a flash elsewhere to Aaron. Um, Aries. Aries, sorry. Aries yellow eyes, thank you. Um, Aries. Aries. Aries yellow eyes and Griff, who reach out and... Griff takes a strange sphere out of something that is pulsating with storm energy. He says, well, I, I suppose it's a little bit like a battery. I don't know what it's powering, though. And Garin, as you go, and Jack, as you see, the gate goes flash slightly at the edges of your perception. The lightning goes... It just stops. <laughs> I did that. You have yeah. turned off. The, you have turned off <laughs> the horrible. Uh, you did that as Griff. Yeah. Yeah. Griff did that is something useful. So Griff yeah. just saved yeah. everyone a hundred points of lightning death. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's only one person surviving that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Jay won't be happy. Possible. If I made my reflex uh, save, yeah. I take no damage. Yeah. yeah. And it's possible the other three of you can survive fifty if you make your reflex save, but it's quite high. It's quite a lot of damage. And that's the dramatic. Yeah, and the rest of you could live if you made your reflex save, and I would be fine if I made my reflex yeah, save. I think Lucy would just be doomed. But yeah. the storm, if she made it, she'd survive. The storm spear powers the storm gate, ah. and there is no way to disarm this trap because it's actually on the other side of the portal. There's nothing you can interact with in any fashion. Man, that's like the thing where you go through the Mass Effect doorway and then you're immediately in horrible peril. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So that was. Remember I said way back when, 30 years ago, this, this will mean something. This is what it means. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Jeff. Awesome. And the other one was, of course, you saved the, were- you saved the were-rats from the floods. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and we already got from Alica that that made a difference to the people of the city because the where rats aren't all going to go crazy and they're not going to die and people aren't going to die fighting them. <laughs> and also right, they help so, us in the future. So Jack stumbles for a moment, then immediately writes herself and telepathic says, It's all good. It's okay. We're going to be okay. Uh, At least for the first few minutes. Only Garen, can't hear, Garen can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. that bomb doesn't oh. cross planes, does it? No, it does not. Garen has just gone to another yeah. plane of yeah. existence entirely. Yeah, so the, and the people oh, who are still on this side. Yeah. So, but um, Jack says... I, I would think so, because it's like yeah. a signal. You're just yeah. off each other's radar. Jack says, you know, it's all right, we're all good, and then immediately jumps through the portal. Uh, you may have to wait on that. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, the portal currently is not active. Garn right. steps through, yeah, the light on under it goes out, and yep. the whole thing shuts. So I, 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 I have a feeling it's like a new hail yeah, hail yeah, Each of us needs to hail Well, look, let's wait a moment and see so what happens. So, for I want to hear what happens with Rory's telepathic bond. Uh, we lose, we lose contact with him. Okay. We can keep it, but we all need to be on the same plane. Cool. So, Garn temporarily steps off your radar. Yeah. At which point, Garn. <laughs> Can you come with me into the secret room of mystery? <laughs> I will give you a more elaborate descriptor of this later, but I'm going to do this for everyone as they come through. Um, basically, what you come out on is there is a big, spooky-ass, deadly-haunted-looking castle over there, drawbridge and all that sort of thing, and surrounding it appears to be a significantly large army of orcs. Except as you look at them, you realise you can partially see through them. There's an army of ghostly orcs effectively trapped in some sort of eternal battle invading Scarwall. And you are standing kind of just behind their lines in what appears to be a glowing magical circle that is in, that you are standing on top of, and they ignore you entirely. Okay. But... I'll, and I'll give you this one because it's reasonably intuitive. Like, there's like a a five foot area here that Garen is currently standing in, and that's the exit to the portal. Yep. So he has to step out. Yes. Then that's the question of do you just stand here or do you step out? Garen's going to draw his weapon, then step out. At which point, uh, you immediately get a reaction as they start turning to you and looking at you and engaging you and things. Um, and what I'll basically do for this is see what everyone else is doing and then basically step back into combat and then go, okay, Garen, you've got four rounds. Next person's got three rounds. Next person's got two rounds. Does that make sense? Yep. Garen steps through. The portal goes dead. And a round later... Um, what are you guys doing? Port, port, Gara steps through and the portal immediately goes dead once he disappears out of reality. You're gonna hail Carsavon? Yeah, I'll say hail Carsavon, hail Carsavon, hail Carsavon three times and see what happens. Wisdom checks. For people who aren't Gara. <laughs> uh, 13, I got nothing. 16. I got a little bit. 25, badly. Okay. You say this? The portal appears to do what it did previously. It goes, whoops, the little tendrils start coming back out. Who's the next man in? Okay, I go. Same thing happens again. You do not have the vision again. You are sucked through. Cool. Um, at which point, um, I'm not sure the best way to proceed with this is. Um, possibly Adam wants to go and tell Helen what... What he perceived on the other side, and Helen can give me her decision. Or I can do it, but then I'm just doing the same thing four or five times in a row. And Jack steps through, disappears, and the portal goes dead again. 
I would presume that we probably want to put Lucy as the last person through on the yeah. basis that she's not here. Yeah. Now we're just looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> and and you see Jack and Garen both disappear from your sight and from your mind. It's like you're having a conversation with someone and then they just suddenly stop. Oh my god, they blink out. Yes. Canst thou say it? I'll go last. My deepest thanks. And he shudders. Yeah. So are you going to do it for me? Yeah, I'll do it for you. Thank you. Okay. Um, I can tell you what I'm doing. Do you want to... Forward, no forward, something else. I'm staying put. Cool. You guys wait. And who's the third one up? Lucy? Oh, do you... Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I figure Lucy lasts because she's not physically here. Yeah, okay. Whether that makes um, sense or not. She'll probably want to go soon. She'll probably then Helen's going to tell me. <laughs> yeah. So do you hail Carson one, hail Carson No, no, I do. Right. I do, because I, I don't want so anyone else to do I it. I asked okay. them to do it sure. for me. The portal, um, so I'll just She's talk like, to <laughs> Helen for a moment. <laughs> they must be awful for your character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't say it. Someone else say it. I can't say it. <laughs> Way, yeah, yeah. there's some holy water to wash your mouth out with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Phrasma sure would bite this mm. once. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, it's not Phrasma who minds, it's me who minds. <laughs> yeah, Phrasma's all like, this is part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phrasma's <laughs> going to be very happy with you when you kick Casabon's ass into yeah. the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> well, the she, wants, is, she wants him back. Phrasma's your soul is mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I think she'll have to fight um, <laughs> as, as Modius for it. Yeah. yeah. Although, law-wise, she still has to... See, she still judges the soul. It's just... Yeah. It's probably going to Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah, Asmodeus wants a, a little piece of that action. Yeah. Cool. I can explain that for the next person. Cool. Uh, I believe that would be Elagos. Hello. Yeah, so... Welcome I, to I'll... the game of Chinese Whispers. Wow. <laughs> I, I hail Cassavon and Elagos goes in next. I... I... I, I feel like Lucy would probably want to go second to last. Sure. Um, Don't you know that you never split the party? Yeah. So she the, seems, the she right seems pliable and easily manipulated. Yeah. Well, no, I just, just Lucy, Lucy would um, probably not want to be left behind. Uh, would she want to be left behind? Would no, she wouldn't get, she wouldn't to get left behind. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the, the one that's last through because somebody needs to be the last through. I do love the fact that Silver's ass can cast Fascinate Person. Silver, can you give me a perception check then as the last man out? Who's followed us? Oh, through? 19. Upstairs, like echoing around several corridors, you hear muffled voices. You probably wouldn't hear them if the Hall of Wards was in full swing, but nobody's here because of the preaching festival. Mm. What you hear are a couple of familiar voices. We should heal you up before you before you proceed any further. No, it's cool. I'm good with the pain. Yeah, they're right behind us. <laughs> they're not right behind you. There's several flights of stairs up there. Yeah, but they're right behind us essentially. Yeah, several yeah. minutes behind the um, Yeah, he's um, transforming and going in, leaving the transforming. 
Shape-shifting. Cool. So, the portal stays dark when Lucy hails Casablanca. It does not open again. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I can tell you why. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I must have done something wrong. Hellcastle Bond, Hellcastle Bond, Hellcastle Bond. Does it open? Yes. So Lucy can go through? Yes. <laughs> shove. I'm not going to shove her. She'll. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be right behind you, Lucy. I'll stop it, to shove silver in. <laughs> so hang on, did the, did the portal open as normal? Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed to, it didn't work the first time. Oh. Then it worked the second time. Oh, I'm I'm on gear. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, urine went through that time. Yeah, yeah right. And right. then silver comes through, at which point everyone is here. Oh, so okay. yeah. Give yeah. people a full and proper description of what you and Al are looking at. Okay. Effectively, Alagos was sitting in the doorway on the other side, casting spells. Oh! So that's... Fucking doorway. That's <laughs> really good. Hey, Alagos. Hey, when people stand in the doorway talking... Okay, so... So we all got through safely. As you step through into Scum, you step through and you see the geography of the holds of Belzin on the edges of the Cinderlands, a wasteland and cliff tops bulging precariously up, their looming shadows falling down over Castle Scarwall. An old, long-dormant volcano staring down over the whole area. And what you see is a small island below all these cliffs with a very old, very solidly built-looking fortress and classic medieval castle with the four great parapets in there. Um, that there is a huge thick moat of lake all around it that the drawbridge is currently down with a big gate across it but that's what you imagine this might look like in the real world but there are several things wrong here in the Scarwall beyond for starters the whole place just feels oppressive the shadows move all the wrong ways around it. There is no source of external light anywhere around Skull, just sort of a faint reddish glow from the sky, like a setting sun, but no real sun to be seen. It's just long fingers of red reaching across Skull. No, the sun is not here. The sun is absolutely gone. <laughs> there is something that is providing a vague sunset-like light, but it ain't the sun. <laughs> this is not camp. I'm imagining like the sky when we had that um, Australian fire. Oh yeah, yeah, that was definitely the most apocalyptic thing. Yeah, that was very scary. That was very scary. Secondly, um, between you guys and the castle, there appears to be a battling armies, an army of orcs and an army of creatures, shimmering. Vaguely undead, vaguely demonic figures. They seem very ill-defined. What they mostly are are sort of shades and shapes that move and pop. 
what there are is this huge army of orcs around, and at a moment's glance you realize you can almost see right through them. They are ghosts. Uh, to everyone else, who has now stepped out of the circle, there is a cacophony of battle noise happening. Silver, when you step through, it is dead silent. There is only the faintest sort of vaguely electrical hum. And what you are standing in is a nice sort of five-foot circle of light with a big protective barrier of light all around you. And everything in here seems really peaceful, and the giant raging army battle outside completely ignores you, but everyone else is standing outside of this circle because they've had to move off it to clear the doorway for you to get in. Wow. Fighting frantically. Oh, that's... Okay, so Silver Silver takes a deep breath in, lets it out, closes his eyes, takes a step through the portal, the the, 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 the wall of light. And immediately... You hear, open up them, boys! An orcish and rush! Smash, smash, claw, claw, swords, etc., etc. Now, and Jack says telepathically as she ducks and weaves, Now that we're all here, it occurs to me that Alagos may have prepared a spell for this very contingency. (laughs) Hide from undead time! (laughs) Yeah. Um, But first. For starters, we've, the rest of us have spent up to four rounds in here, so the GM, before we, at this point, yep. the GM gets to declare what's already happened to us. So, at this point, um, we, I think, want to sort of roll for initiative, yeah. Yeah. and then roll out a couple of rounds with, so basically yeah. Garin has been in here now for several rounds. So do we want to sort of go so, round round yeah, each so, transfer? So Put everyone into initiative order, I think is going to be the easiest way, and then Garen gets around where it's just Garen and the Undead Orcs. Yeah, and then, then it's Garen and Jack, Jack and the Undead, the undead Orcs. Okay. Then so, it's Garen, Jack, and Alagos, then Garen, so, Jack, so and Alagos. So we put it on the order that everyone appeared on? Yeah. No, no, we actually roll for it. Because they're but, but, active enemies. But yeah. the, um, we'll just skip anyone who hasn't appeared yet on each round. Garen, what's your initiative? Oh, yes, my apologies. Uh, it is 10. Ten. I got ten. And so we want orcs. Uh, fourteen. Do we want orcs or skeletons or what? Ghosts. Just put ghosts. Uh, orcs will be fine. They are orcs. And they're at fourteen. You have a high dex. Gaze upon their orcs. Um, Jack got Bro, ten as well and is above Garen. Can I see? Sorry? Can I see? Jack the is above Garen. Yes. So what would you? Get? Ten. Okay. A barrel. Don't think so. Um, or I'm going to give you this uh, back now and go back to using my dice. Now that I'm no longer solely responsible for whether the party <laughs> lives or dies. Can, can somebody roll for Lucy? Sure. Uh, 19. Plus 2. It's 19. I, 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 I rolled 17 on the dice. Okay, why does she do so well? <laughs> I don't know. Lucy. Mm-hmm. I got an 8 plus 3, so that's 11. So yeah, that puts you below the orcs. Yeah. I have an orc leader on 14 beating his own orcs. As orcs do. Anything else? Nope. Like generic ghost? Nope. Okay. Can you see it from there? Yeah, it's fine. So um, basically, Garen, you step out into this. I imagine people sort of can't whip it out and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Given on what you're stepping into. Yaren, you step out and for a moment there is silence everywhere and you go, ah, well, 
I'm safe in here, uh, but I have to clear the doorway for the others, and you step out into the battle, and it appears that the orcs are caught in this army battle fighting these things that aren't really here. Uh, the things that are not here just more or less ignore Garin. Um, and this battle is going on for miles all around you, but what you effectively see are a group of seven orcs who seem to look up, sight you, recognize you as an enemy of some kind, and start moving towards you. And one of them raises a hand towards you and points and says something in orcish, which I imagine you don't understand at all. Sadly, no. Terrenerai, Terrenerai. And they start charging towards you. Uh, at which point, as they beat you in initiative, they go first. Yeah. So, no, I don't know what. So you get a good choice to send Garrett first. <laughs> Garrett can wall this for a round. Um, as the orcish leader runs towards you, that's him there with his glowing dead eyes. And strikes perfectly at you. And. Uh, miss you horrifically, I would think. Uh, there's a 20. Miss. Cool. Uh, then the others. Uh, why don't you just give me your AC? 20, 26. Cool. So, oh, it's only one above mine now. Miss. Hit. Miss. 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 Math. Alright. So they step in with a big string of great axes and begin swinging away at Yaren like he is a hated tree. <laughs> and there is a crash and grinding of metal and armor and everything else. Most of these blows bounce off your superior quality armor. Hell yeah. Uh, one of them strikes you for 11 points of damage. Oh, damn. That's one shot. Yep. That's 10% of my health. Roll my dice and it's too small. What are you trying to find? A D12. Great axis. There's one here. No. Oh, no. You don't like my pencil. You don't like my pencil. I want radioactive ghost from you. I, I, I don't use my D12. But it was unintentional, but yes. Okay. <laughs> then, Garin, you have a turn yep. in which to do as you please. Yeah. So they're close enough now that I can do full attacks? Absolutely. They are all basically ga- gathering around in front of you. Do uh, no, what I do have is three attacks. Uh, I charge up my weapon with my celestial weapon ability yep. and give it disruption. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dead. Because you're going to play a game of whack-a-mole. You understand there's like 20,000 of them, right? Yes, but 20,000 of them aren't near me at the moment. It's just seven. Yeah, yeah no, it's, <laughs> it's the seven that are between you and Scarwall that you need to worry about. Right. So these ghostly orcs, do they still count as orcs? Um, they're, they're very obviously dead. Hmm. Um, so we don't need the high from undead. There's enough if we can just take down the first group no, of they are and not. then get okay. through. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was more okay. like this is just an unstoppable so, crowd scene. First attack yeah. will probably hit at a 34. Uh, yes, quite definitely. Do you want a leader or an orc? Uh, let's start with the leader. Cool. Whopper. Okay, so 
is, is a magical weapon, so that's a 50% mischance. Are they incorporeal? They do not appear to be incorporeal. Nice. They, there is definitely something wrong with them. They are like, they only seem to partially exist, but there's something very solid there as you hit it. So he takes 8 damage, Actually, plus 4 is 12. To be honest, what you're looking at as you see them is something like Scarwall itself. It isn't real. This whole place is kind of an artificial construct, but it's real enough. Okay. That's 12. 12 damage. Yep. And if he's undead, he now needs to make me a, a will save of 14 or better. Yeah. Or just be destroyed. So that takes the boss. Yeah, sunlight strikes him and he disappears. Wow. If you're yeah. I don't think you can kill all of these guys on the first round because there's too many of them, but it would be pretty awesome if you did. Well, I've already taken out the boss, so that's yeah. really good. Next one. Natural 20. Yep. They probably can't be critted. No. Last. You, you hit, like, what should be a sensitive area and the thing kind of stays. Okay, he takes... 11 damage, and then needs to make a will save. Cool, wow. his will save is much better than his boss. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing that yep. random minions are known. <laughs> oh, he has. Yes. Oh, that's nice. a tip. That's a tip. Yeah. So and the last one. Well. It's on fire. 23. Wow, that, that yep. dice kicked his last night. So that is. That's a better time. 14 damage. Is that the same one? Uh. Or do you need to hit different ones? I uh, how disruption works. Um, disruption is just every time I hit. Oh, yeah, cool. So, are you hitting the same one or a different one? I'd be hitting a different one. Garen's just going. You're weapon walling. And he makes a will save. How much damage was that, sorry? 14 damage. Sure. And he makes his will save. That's, a, that's an interesting method. Uh, he fails. <laughs> Okay, so that's one guy down, one guy injured, and boss dead. Yep, and that's Karen. Wow. And then we go around and start into round two. Jack is on the other side of the portal going, Hail Casavon, Hail Casavon, Hail Casavon. Yep. The other five walks attack Gunner. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a really smart decision to send him in the line. When other people come through you, to some extent, what would change your actions? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Retrospect, but it turns out Garrett has killed him. <laughs> yeah, just save the following more. Oh, 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 Nothing, nothing. Definite hit. Uh, 24's a miss, isn't it? Yep. Two hits. Also, it may turn out when I look at those cups through that it makes the little domestic shaking goes for his friends with Castle Bond and all goes, flows, flows, and then they just stop Like, we'd seen Elagoth for it first, it would have turned out you could negotiate this entire combat. Yeah, on the other hand, you know what Elagoth isn't good at? Social skills. That's true. <laughs> so that's the orcs, so it's Jack next. Yep. 
And at this point, Jack, you step out of the portal. You see us, you're like, what the hell? And you see Garen just outside the wall of light, swinging his hammer into something that vanishes in a puff of sunlight. Yeah, awesome. And, and, <laughs> yep, and I step out of the portal. Yeah, basically, you are it. using a move action to walk in and walk wherever you want to go. Okay. And then you have a standard to do as you please with. Okay, so is it possible for me to get round and flank one of the orcs Garen's attacking? Uh, if you're prepared to tumble through them. Uh... 25 DC tumble? Uh, no, definitely not tumble through them. I was wondering if I could tumble around them, but if no, they're... No, they're basically standing in line like, in front that's of Garen serious Okay, I'll stand next to Garen. Yep. And then I will stab one of them. With, um, one of the ones Garen has stabbed. Yep. An injured one. But you can really strike. Well, that only does you need good if I can sneak attack. Um, so that's a 17. Due to their inconvenient lack of humanity. Yep, and you hit them. Cool. Alright, and then I will do a very small amount of damage. Yeah, you want the injured damage. guy? Yeah, I totally want the injured guy. Um, I deal him two points of damage. Cool. Okay, so next round is Elagos. No, it's no. Garen. And then it's Garen. Yeah, but we're still in round two here. Yeah. Uh, why don't you, Susie, step Lucy, Silver, and Elagos out of initiative? So just Lucy. off to the side. So the... Yeah. Go, now no. it's Garen's initiative. Cool. So Garen's going to attack the next health. Uh, attack one of the healthy ones. Yep. And that's a hit. For 14 damage. Yep. Make a will save. How many times a day can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's like three times a day for 12 minutes each time. Well, with a natural one... <laughs> Next one. Uh, probably, yeah, that'll be a miss. Uh, 14. Yes, that one bounces off what feels to your hammer, like solid armor. There's a clang. Okay. And one more. That's uh, pop dice. Yeah. Probably so not. 15. Uh, that will also clang off the armor. Uh, yeah. Garen's still doing well. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you, you'll just have to settle with what's that? Three of them killed and two of them injured now? Or yeah, four of them killed and two of, one of them injured? Three killed, one of them being a boss. Yeah. yeah. So there are four of the dead orcs still standing. Yep. And it's the top of the round. Yep. So, so at the so yep. Three uh, of them waffle Gar and one of them waffles Jack. Cool. Miss on one, second one will hit Garen. Third one will miss Garen. Yeah, not yet. Fourth one will possibly no, no, miss no, 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 I'm just lining them up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a 19 to hit your AC, Jack? Yeah? Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Cool. Garen, can you take 22 points of damage? Oof. He smashes, like, these things hit hard with their big bloody See, that's why I'm glad I'm here to help share the load, even though you're tough. Jack, can you take 20? Yes. Should I also die? Hmm? I'm just wondering if I should have that or if I should wait. Well, you need to make the decision. Yeah, that's what, by touching yourself? It sounded nope. so bad. <laughs> uh, Garen will attempt to use uh, his special ability to try and half that damage. Sure. So 22 fortitude save. Yep, 25. Cool. So I only take 11 damage. Yeah, 
a prestige class. We've only got a, we've got a few rounds to make th- make it through this year. <laughs> All right, and that was the orc and orc. So now it is Jack. Yep. Not announced step through yet. N- not till there. No. Not till yeah. there. Not till there. All right, so Jack um, will uh, stab the guy I already stabbed. Yep. Uh, 22. And, uh, another two points of damage. You? You've got a second attack. Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> Go hard. Uh, twenty-four. Step. Uh, I was wondering why you didn't take this oh, up before. Uh, I moved on the last round. Oh okay. Um, five points of damage. Ooh, that was a good hit. That's as good as I can do. <laughs> it's a looks, little way. He still looks like he's he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> If Garen gets his way around the circle and hits him again, though, no, it might feel so good. Yeah. Garen will attack like a healthy one. Yep. And that might actually miss. 18. Hit. Come on. AC is crap. 15 points of damage. You don't even worry about that. If uh, he goes poof. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about damage. Next one. Start by rolling the will snatch. Yeah, yeah. Damage that's a guaranteed hit. <laughs> Ooh. Max damage? He's alive. So, so he takes six. 20 damage. Staggers. So how many orcs have we got on the battlefield? And Three by my count. And how many of them are uninjured? Uh, one completely uninjured. Two both on 20 damage. Cool. Okay. And the last one for the uninjured guy. Yep. Probably, yeah, that's a 12, that miss. Your wings. Okay, uh, two more orcs disappear. Elinos, you step out mm. and perceive this. Yeah. So, can I ask? Yes. Um, in terms of what's between us and Star Wars and how long a walk it is? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, the short answer is not terribly far. The long answer is uh, give me a moment and I'll literally walk out. The long answer yeah, is far. Because it's yeah. Star Wars. One is kind of like, this is a group, if we defeat this group, or are we then going to encounter other groups kind of along the way? No. Or is it a big battlefield? or um, Can you fly all of us as a dragon? Well, let's yes, find out if we need to. Whether it's worth it. Okay, mm. just uh, give me a moment. And disruption is really good for Calera Goo content. Yeah, yeah. What I might do is the simplest method is probably for me to sketch this. If I can just follow the pad again. Yeah. Yep, that's why I had it ready so and waiting. This is not uh, precisely the scale, but basically you've got a lake, a big bunch of cliffs around here, Castle Scarwall, a bridge. You guys have more or less appeared here, and the battle is just... Happening. Right, I see. So we just need to clear the So the obstacle the is this thing in here, basically. That's where the orcs are? Yeah. yeah. And we can just run on it. To be honest, it's probably actually Close. even slightly closer than that. They are not. You are not literally fighting them on the bridge, but you're fighting them at the mouth of so the bridge. So you don't need to fly us anywhere. Cool. In that case, I'll just use my so we're talking, we're talking here. Um, I can give, be more specific than that. Way. Yep. Yeah, the, the bridge itself is... Um, 
I figure if you want to spend one round casting a spell for consistency, but you can sort of pick whatever's the most tactically valuable spell given our current circumstances. Maybe you want us to make the invisible sound dead, or I don't know. The bridge itself is reasonably long, like we're talking a 200-foot drawbridge here. She may want to save that for later. We're just not talking about huge areas of of that here. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm I'm just going to cast shield at this point, and then step forward. Yep. Not mage armor? Or I've already cast it's mage armor. We mo- we mostly have mage armor up because it's a lot. It's most of the day. Yeah. Okay. So I think what what we established was that um, Alakos wasn't moving off the. No, no I'm so standing there casting shield. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. basically, we're redefining. So move action. You step in and go. Oh, uh, I need AC because people with axes. Cool. Yeah. So for consistency, we're saying Alakos spends a round casting a spell. He's so who's shield come in the next round? Which no, is because that's because what the we already is currently did. On the other yeah. side, Silver says, "Hail Casamon! Hail Casamon! Hail Casamon!" Nothing happens. Did we break it? So that, that's the, the Elagos is being consistent with pretty clear yeah, actions. So, so how how cast one, how cast one, how cast one. The other <laughs> amazing two walks smack at their targets. Uh, miss Garum. Will miss Jack with a miss. Yay! Were there, I thought there were three left because. Um, uh, yes, you're quite right. Yeah, one's Garum. One more Garum. Uh, that will miss as well. Cool. <laughs> I know. It's, I've got Garum's AC, so it's right. Yeah. They need to roll X on the dice for this. <laughs> Um, right. Silver can't go through because he's hailing Carsavon yep. and failing. Yep. So Jack. Jack. Jack um... At this point, you have got enough maneuverability to do the 15 tumble and get around people? Hell yes. I get in behind someone. Uh, yep. I make the 15 tumble. Yep. Go behind the one you've been previously stabbing. Okay, and at this point, I stab him with my flanking grave strike sneak attack. <laughs> Yay! This is going to be a different experience if I hit, which is an 18. That will hit. Oh, sorry, and it's 20 because I'm flanking. Alright. And then I roll many, many dice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the 5d6 sneak attack. <laughs> So basically it means you could sneak attack undead, huh? Yep. yep. That's awesome. It's just a whole feat, but it is um, a nice feat. It is a nice feat. Like, I um, I understand where their um, badly damaged limbs or yep. whatever have their... Um... Yeah, the necrotic energy has its weaknesses. Yes. Ooh. Okay, so... Or possibly, you know, you've been blessed by... Um, Alakarika? Yeah. Alakarika's talent. That, that's cool. Alright. Um, and that would be... Um, 21 points of damage. Ooh. Nice. He does not fall, but it bites very hard into his into, into him and he staggers. Ooh. And then I make my second attack. <laughs> nice. Uh, and flatness. Garmin. Okay, so there's... Three targets, one heavily wounded, one moderately wounded, one unwounded. Uh, take the unwounded one first. Yes. Yeah. Use the big you. He lives. Uh, okay, so he takes 16 points of damage. Yep. Temporarily. And he's only slightly inconvenient. So. Next one. Uh, I'll take the same guy. Yep. Let me finish He off. lives again. Wow. This tough. guy's tough. Um, he's getting promoted. Yeah, this will hit. Um, New Orcish Ghost Leader. 15 points of damage. Yep. Because he's the he was the one that was unwounded, yeah. so you're 
Yeah. Okay, so... You can go for a third one? I'm going to not attack Jack once, but the next most wounded one. Yep, that would be the guy you will currently want. He's still in it. He makes all three saves. Uh, 20 to hit, so... 12, 18 points of damage. Wow, that was a good hit. He staggers horribly, but does not fall Wow! Oh, right. Three, oh. ba- three badly wounded orcs. <laughs> Elagos, what you doing? Get oh. out of the way. Oh, wait, I get a turn? Yeah, get out of the way. So you step, at this time you step out of the circle. Cool. You're in combat with these three yeah. So you're obliged to take a move action to move out. Yeah, right. I do. And now you've got a standard. These are undead, right? Oh, yes. Yes. But there are there are only three of them and they are badly hurt. You may not want to use your turning, but no, if you've no. got some other undead baby thing, something not as quite as as turning. Yep, I'm gonna aid one of them. How much? Ah, yes. Are you? Oh, you're he, you're healing him. Yes. <laughs> That's thoughtful of you. You see he's in pain and you're extending You want him. to relieve the pain. Yeah. Which one's the, the, the least injured? <laughs> well, she may want to pick on the most injured. I don't know that it's a tremendous amount of damage. Yeah. yeah. He might be doing a cure oh, or attack. attack. Mm. So I want to do that. Well, take a swing at it. It's not that hard. To, touch AC is not that hard. To hit. Oh, you're uh, worried about what happens when you touch them. That's a good No, you, you actually don't want to do that because... Mm. Um, it's not providing healing, it's um, aid, you see? Yeah. It's not providing healing, it's providing temporary hit points, which will actually, ah, help, that will him. actually help him. What you can do, however, is spontaneously convert it into a cure. Yes, yes, I will do that. Cool. At which point, you need to make a touch attack, a, what's probably ludicrously low number, and how these guys work. Which one are you giving up? Are you giving up a... A, a second. Uh, moderate, yeah. pure moderate. All right, then you want the least injured one because that is going to be a fair amount of damage. Yeah, uh, it's it's two d eight plus ten, so oh, it's not yeah. amazing. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. So do you want badly damaged, reasonably badly damaged, or slightly damaged? Reasonably badly damaged. Cool. Yeah, that sounds like a good compromise. Uh, so you need to touch him first. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's 20. Yeah, no difficulty whatsoever laying a hand it's upon the him. It's the bad touch. It's the good touch. You channel for as energy into him yeah. and touch. heal him <laughs> on yeah. the 38 plus 10 damage. You heal him of the problem of his life. <laughs> Problems of his life. 7, 5, plus 10. So 22. 22, and then he makes a will save for half of that. Uh, which I suspect... Good. Well, he might, actually. That's a 15. Um, Signal spell. First, set no, signal spell. he misses it by one. Cool. <laughs> uh, so Take it all. Alright, so as you lay a hand on him, basically Alagos' hands glow with healing magic, and this thing looks largely, when it's not flickering and is more solid, it looks largely like kind of a real walk, a bit it's, it's wrong, like the rest of the environment, like its eyes glow, its skin is a dark, almost dead green. You put your hand upon it and heal it, and for the briefest moment, its wounds seem to almost knit slightly, and then that energy spreads like a festering wound across it, and it clutches its arm in pain and goes, Ah! Shaitan! I can understand what you're saying. Devil! (laughs) As he collapses forward to one knee, like he's... Grokhagenforska! 
Be at peace, brother. <laughs> he collapses to one knee like he has been physically wounded, like you've slashed his arm with a sword or something, falls to the ground like a corpse, and then just fades and ceases to exist altogether. Nice. Go all the But not very epic. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully therapeutic as well. <laughs> Finding something yeah. I can do something with. And this round, Lucy steps in, and I think we can say well, that she steps out, out of the portal. Yeah, um, she steps out of the portal but stays in the bubble, I yep. think. For, yep. um, There's only two of them left. Yeah, let's like, just assume they choose not to attack Lucy and attack PCs who are here, given the yeah. number. No, bugger that, she knifes one of them. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> she an 18 to hit, which will be enough on the dice alone. Cool. Uh, can somebody roll me a d4 minus one? Sure. <laughs> uh, she does it two points of damage. Cool. That's slightly more efficient. <laughs> yep. No problem. And it's the orcs. So now having four equally valid targets. D4. Yeah, pretty much. I'd laugh if they just both go after Silver. <laughs> well, they can't. He's not here. <laughs> Somehow, subway, yeah. they will find a way. Yeah. Uh, that's Jack and Eldegoss. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What have I chopped lover? Uh, Jack at crit fumbles again. Uh, Eldegoss, he rolls a... You've got to beat a 25 versus your ace. Yep, he beats me. This is going to hit. He beats you with a great ace. Yep. For 14 points of damage. That's not too bad. No, I thought that would be worse. Yeah, bear in mind the, the effect on Garen was caused by many orcs. <laughs> yeah, and like bong bong bong, like bong Yeah, girl. six of them hit you successfully, you just kind of fall over them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Team Orc. Team Jack. Yay! Alright, I'm going to pick the least injured surviving orc and um, step turn. and flag him with Garen. Yep. Okay, that's a 20. Yep. Stabs. Cool. Okay. Uh, and that's 20 points of sneak attack damage. He staggers. He's still up? Yep. I stab him again. Uh, and that is a um, 17. That will hit him. Cool. Oh. I roll this pile of dice again. Makes <laughs> feel good. Yeah, um, I'm happy to cl- declare I kill him if he's that close, or I can add no, him No, he's not actually all that close. Okay, alright, then that's, um, uh, yeah, this was a port roll as well, so that's, um... These guys have, like, you've watched them take over 50 hit points apiece. So. Yeah. Another 18 points of damage. Uh, and... That is one of what you were looking for. Again, you get a reaction like he's real. You stab him through the throat. He clutches at it. No blood emerges, but he clearly seems to feel and believes he's bleeding. Clutches at it, grabs at the fountaining blood, falls to his knees, and then just shimmers out of existence. Nice. Good Jack. Jack will say quietly, go (laughs) on. Garrett. And the last one standing. Of your targets, you may attack one. Does he make his will save? Yeah, that's the question. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was out of existence before Garen was going to kill him horribly anyway. 
There's one left, isn't there? No, no. you're out. Not like you. Carol's like, oh, there's one left for it. What? <laughs> I'm sure I left one somewhere. And basically, there is an army battle of a string of skirmishes raging on all around you. Or appear to be orcs versus these shapeless phantasms who for the most part are just ignoring you, eventually one of these groups will sort of drift into your path and this will start up again because the phantasms that were engaged in this group just kind of vanished as you guys approached. But you've now at this point got uh, probably at least a couple of minutes to gather yourself together and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Cool. So, All right, so next goes. round, one more round, Silver pops into existence. Yep. We beckon him out of the portal. Let's go for Scarwall. <laughs> uh, while, while we're waiting for Silver, Garn's going to swing up close enough to kill Moderate. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Is that 3d8 or 2d8? 2d8. 2d8. What's the lowest for that? That's like a 5. It's up to... Yes, 2d8 plus 5. Okay. 6. So you're rolling a d10, which is a little bit cheating. That caught me. I'll give myself... Empowered killer. Nine. I don't Fourteen. Know. Yeah, I'm down half of my number. So mm. seventy-three. Um. So Garen could. I don't know. Oh, Fourteen exactly. Ha ha ha, bitches. <laughs> um, Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, we've only got one round before Silver pops up, and then we won't be running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe, I don't know how much damage you've taken. Um, I was down a quarter again. Okay. Um, you, you needed more, but I think you're yeah. right. We'll, we'll try and get in. We'll, we'll try and get into Scarwell. Silver pops out and stands in the light and sees what's happening. And then uh, you can pick your own reaction from there because there's no longer any urgency. Alright, so like, Silver... You silver. just come out like, well, this looks fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll look around. There's more. Okay. And he'll do the whole close his eyes, step through the, the, the threshold, and yep. open his eyes again and, and war. <sighs> As Silver steps out, the flickering distortion in the air shuts and vanishes altogether. However, the circle of light and the walls above it just remain. So you will be able to find this thing for miles around. It is putting an enormous beam of light into the air, which apparently none of the orcish armies can see or are bothered by anyway. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, let's run for the castle. The portal itself the is gone. It might come back if you stood there and said, Hail Katsavon, but you've actually got no method of working that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one is you could, in theory, plane shift out of here. Yeah. Um... Before we run anywhere, um, Leori and Seol are right behind us. Yeah, well, good for them. Yeah, let's go. Just let's go. go. Yeah, good to know that they're behind us. Let's go fast and see if we can find the thing before they catch up. Right. Uh, uh, ought we not to wait for them? One of them's well, going to betray us. We've been told. And. The, Maybe we should prompt this plan. We're in the quest to save the world. We're in the quest to save the city. We don't know why they're coming here, but they didn't tell us they wanted to do it with us, so they're doing it on their own. What's the um, elf girl's name again? Leori. You're going to ask yourself the question. Do you really want to risk the chance of Leori getting her hands on one of the artifacts? Uh, 
Leoria was the kinky, um, kinky. Yeah, area. but Eleanor yeah. hasn't met her. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I just kind of look at you. Yeah. yeah. Ah. I like him okay, but I don't trust him. Not when it comes to the not when it comes to the punch. Not when the whole city's on the line. If they it's their decision to co- if they're coming here, it's their decision to come here. Which we aren't to. And we need crowd. to go, Elder We need to go now. I just want to figure out how to say this one. Mm. Ought we not to shape their perceptions of our own battle instead of waiting for them to strike from the darkness? As in work with them and see if they try and betray us so we don't see them, so that we're not surprised by them. Yeah, he's kind of suggesting, well, if we talk to them now and bring them along knowing they're going to betray us versus them sneaking up behind us and being on doing other things and we don't know what they're doing. Well, either it's, way, wouldn't that be a better thing to do inside the castle? I'd rather get out of here where we're getting attacked all the yeah, time. He nods. Yeah, but it's you, you're making, you may, your idea makes sense. We can wait for, for them inside the doors. For whatever and reason, the there. battle does not seem to have fallen on the castle at all. Yeah. Not a step has gone beyond the legs edge. Like, he's vaguely uncomfortable with leaving people to, um, to face this on their own, but he knows that they're clerics of Asmodeus, so it's kind of like, well, yeah, okay, you convinced me. Elagos, can you give me a perception check? Yes. yes you have elven eyes. Don't do that. Don't do that. Something Elagos' voice changed. Yeah. <laughs> what would Elagos sound like if he was a Muppet? Off over here, you see a couple of orcs swinging their axes away into a squad of phantasms and appear to stagger back, wounds appearing on their flesh, and then slay the things they're fighting and move on to the next skirmish. And you go, okay, that was... Wait, I... Like, it's that one walk there who has this big, weird scar that runs down under one eye, and then it curves up his nose, and over the top where someone's cut him in a very odd and ritual way. You go, I've seen that scar. Oh, no. No, these... Okay, these orcs are from Mandravius' army, and you've seen that orc with the curved scar, and he he died in the battle. Wait, but but he's we're talking good Mandravius, yeah. This is this is the that orc is a foot soldier in the Palatine Alliance who died. These, which means they all are these. Good orcs are trapped in this hellish place, being... Are they, like, once we've killed them, are they just coming back? You have no idea. I'm curious. No, certainly, um, you can't imagine they're being killed by the phantasms, or this fight would have been over centuries ago. We might be liberating them doing that. Or that might have no effect. (laughs) The dragon's nostrils steam. And that that means to you that there are probably ghosts of elves, spirits of elves and things like that further off in the fighting that you're just not presently encountering. <laughs> Dragon is unhappy. Moving forward. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I share the information. Yeah. Move forward. Well, let's hope we at least got the couple that we killed out. 
Uh, I'm actually going to give you what I very rarely do here and give you a bit of box text. <gasps> okay. Um, because Scar- Castle Scarwall looks every bit more as foreboding as the legends have told it to be. There are dark walls rising from darker bedrock to steep roof lines set with gargoyles and minarets. Battlements look down from the many towers and defensive walls, and there are dark shadows of carrion birds perched among them. Mist is rising off the whole thing, obscuring the lower parts of the rocky island you are walking towards, giving the whole thing a very eerie and ethereal um, appearance. The roof and walls look surprisingly intact with no breaches or signs of damage, but there is a ghostly glow, a faint, sickly green around the whole thing. And out of the arrow slits and various defensive platforms, you can see shadows and flickers of movement, motion, many creatures within the great castle walls. Should we just leave it there? Yes. Uh, I've, actually, I've actually got a better dum-dum-dum. Oh, nice oh, 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 oh. All right, so, we press on. Um, as, as we going, uh, Jack will say, well, because this whole thing may well be powered by the stone. If we steal it, it may um, it, it may break the whole place down. So, And if, it, if that doesn't work, once we defeat Carcivon, we can come back. So, Alagos isn't a very expressive person, generally speaking. Um, like, it's affection, he's very loud, but he's not necessarily very, um, emotive. emotive, yeah. But what he actually does when we're walking out is he just leans over and, like, squeezes Jack's hand <laughs> without actually saying anything. <laughs> so, Jack will reach up and, yeah. and, and squeeze his hand back. Yep. Silver will take the other arm. Oh. So, you step forward to this massive 200 foot long heavy drawbridge that's there. Big bridge crossing a vast expanse of black water between the archway at the other end that you walk through the gate and to heading towards Castle Scarwall. Who's the first person to walk across it? Always oh, going to be the paladin. Yeah. Same same order as last time. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think right now we've kind of um, Alagos. Yeah, it's this, roughly the same order, but Alagos is between Sil- is actually holding Silver and um, Jack's hands in the middle as we yeah. walk, and then so uh, Lucy's bringing up the rear. People step on, and there is a a cold feeling on the back of everyone's neck, like you're being watched from some unseen angle. For a second, I thought you were going to say, it's an undead drawbridge. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> and now it is. Thank you, Alagos. <laughs> we're after the undead dirt. Oh, no, there is just an aura of unwholesomeness about this whole place. Yeah. You step onto the drawbridge, it creaks briefly for a moment underfoot. And then, after you've walked sort of a couple of rounds on, there is a breeze rising into a moderate gale around you and in that wind there are shapes, faces and insubstantial forms whirling all around you, the spirits of the dead carried in a great storm around this place and Jack you feel for a moment a terrible tug as you walk a few steps onto the bridge and 
Then you hear a shrill, high-pitched woman's scream of as the deck is pulled out of your pocket and Zolara's dead spirit begins to get sucked into the maelstrom. Oh, oh hell no. No. And that's where we will leave it be. Oh, I would have preferred an undead draw for 